we assume things are nailed on, but you know what? Everyone assumed La La Land was nailed on for best picture. True. Look what happened. Oscar time. It is pub talk. I think once upon a time in Hollywood is going to storm the Oscars. Parasite's one of those films that blew me away. Parasite will just edge it. I think it's going to be close. Parasite. Parasite. And we are live for the second time today. The second time Pub Talk is live in one day. Earlier today, we were over on this guy's channel, Mr. Rob Fuzz. What's up, everyone? I thought I was looking at something Along... completely different when his hand was covering the camera. <laughs> Along with this guy here, Brandon. Um, yeah, we were live earlier today over on Rob's channel as we reacted live to the Oscar nominations. Uh, we've had a little bit of time to go away and think about it, um, think about some of some of the nominations, some of the snubs, um, and uh, and yeah, just uh, some of the things that maybe shocked us a little bit, or some of the things that you know we kind of expected. Um, so we're now live for the second pub talk of the day. I finally opened a beer, non-alcoholic because I'm still on the weight loss, but uh, mm, it's a non-alcoholic sorry. Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, you got the Coors Light. This Brandon, what are you drinking today? Coors Lights. Oh, oh yes, lights. yeah. Congrats! I just finished my water. So. Congratulations to Mike and Jen who have just um, just relocated as well. Yeah, Busy weekend guys. for them, so yeah. Congrats, guys. Yeah. And uh, oh, that's it, do you know what? It tastes really good for Get out of here. for a non-alcoholic thing. It's, it actually tastes really good. Just not so. buying it. <laughs> Sorry. So it's all right. It's okay. Um, that's fair. I guess you know maybe maybe one day if you try it, you'll you'll believe me or you won't. That's fine. Um, <laughs> so yeah here we are it's oscars season again so kimmy is joining me with the um with the non-alcoholic peroni which is um yeah thank you kimmy it's a, the 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 moral support there she's um she's with me there steven says hello everyone steven so was steven. Uh, in the other chat before grace Yay! is here as well so and uh, and there's a few others as well that are um, ninja watching, I think, right now. Um, but yes, Oscar season is upon us. We've already watched a couple of the award shows this year. I know we we discussed the Golden Globes recently and um, and what was nominated and uh, what won, what took the prizes there. <laughs> Rob's got the fireworks going on, and uh, we also discussed the Critics Choice Awards. And interestingly, there was a few things that were nominated at those awards that didn't quite make the cut today, which, yeah. uh, you know, which which we'll get to. So um, we are a person down at the minute, but that person will be joining us in around 10 or 15 minutes time. Um, you all know him, Disney Dan. He will be here oh, with damn. us as well. So uh, so we've finally got the band back together to talk all things Oscars. Uh, I know Brandon's already been on the trail this year with watching as many things as he possibly could. And you're doing all right so far, aren't you, buddy? Honestly, yeah, I, I was surprised with myself on how many films I had already seen. Um, Me too. Good job. Because we were just going through that large list earlier. And I'm, I'm glad you kind of got. I'm glad you were able to get it condensed down because um, I started trying to go through the the list and just counting like, oh, I've seen that, I've seen that. But at that at a certain point, you reach duplicates. I'm like, crap. Have I already said I've seen this? <laughs> so, I'm on um, two. I'm going go down a list. I've seen 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. And I'm seeing my 18th. Oh, crap. Yep. 
seeing my 18th tonight, um, oh, nice. which is American Fiction. Nice. I nice. saw five, I think, in the movie, just scrolling down. I mean, that's still more than twice the number I've seen. So, <laughs> that's you know, sad. Yeah, that's I've, so seen, sad. I've seen a grand total of two so far, and that's only because I was fortunate enough to go to the premiere, uh, the world premiere of both of them in Cannes. So, um, so I was at the uh, on the red carpet, the world premiere for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, right. which, which gets its own, uh, only only a nomination uh, in the score. John Williams, the the oldest ever. Oscar nominee at the age of 92. In fact, he was the oldest awesome. last year when he when he was nominated for the Fablemans. Um, he's nominated again this year at the age of 92 this year now. Um, Are we so surprised? Record. Uh, no. the, the man's a legend. I, I would love to see him catch Walt Disney. Uh, this is John Williams' 54th nomination. We will get to it, obviously. Uh, 54th nomination, and Walt Disney's out there on 59. So whether he'll make it or not, we don't know. But uh, it would be fantastic if he did. But um, yeah, 54th career nomination for John Williams. Um, and the other film um, I saw, I was on the uh, red carpet at the premiere for um, Four Daughters, which is in the, the documentary uh, feature category. But yes, um, we, will get to, we will get to those categories and more as we get to them. Shall we start with the first, uh, the first category then, guys? Uh, I know Dan's going to join us shortly. Uh, we do have a little video to remind everyone of what happened last year as well. Uh, yeah. I'm going to wait until Dan's here before before we go into that. I was going to I was going to start the show out with that, but um but we'll we'll take that as our little interval partway mm. through. They 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 do a they do an interval in um in the middle of the Oscar nominees, so we'll do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Um so it was six. Yeah, so, I'm sorry. Six movies I saw. I don't know. Six, How many was it okay. again? I'm sorry. 52. 53 in total 53. this year. So that's one less than last year and two less than the year before. So we seem to be losing right. a film each year, which which is great because in about 20 years' time, they'll be, it'll be a lot easier to watch everything. <laughs> so, um, no, yeah, 53 nom uh, nominated films all in all this year, and that's if you include the ones that got a single nominee for maybe VFX or for Best Original Song, Diane Warren again, um, you know, things like that or um, the um, shorts as well, the documentary shorts, the live action shorts, and the, um, and the, um, uh, doc did I say documentary live action and the animated shorts, yeah. So Noah's in as well saying hey to the three of us. Um, so Kimmy has watched zero. She is off to a <laughs> stellar start. And Grace is here. She's listening while she drives. So it's a bit of a... Uh, Bit of a car Grace, podcast, Kimmy, which is kind of you know what it. we've become as well. We we have become a podcast, yeah. isn't it, right, Rob? Yeah, this is the first. We did our show earlier this morning, and the podcast is out. It's a first, so same day. So go check us out. You could uh, just search for Pub Talk, two words. Um, there are some other Pub Talk shows, but you could definitely there you find go. Us, so. There you go. So there are some more Pub Talk shows. We have become a podcast. <laughs> Essentially, podcast, uh, yes. Dan has just messaged us to say he's on his way, so he's Yay. timing this to perfection as we are going to get on with the. Uh, they always announce one of the supporting acting categories as the first um, as the first category that they announce the nominees of, um, and this year the first category announced was. <laughs> Here are the nominees for performance by an actor in a supporting role. Sterling K. Brown for American Fiction. Robert De Niro 
for Killers of the Flower Moon. Robert Downey Jr. for Oppenheimer. Ryan Gosling for Barbie. And Mark Ruffalo for Poor Things. That was nice. Is that the actual graphics from the broadcast? That is the graphics from the original oh, that's broadcast. Cool. Yeah, I like yeah. that. It looks good. So, we're, we're professional. You guys were able to fix the audio too. It sounds great. Yeah, the uh, Kim's audio always sounds great. Mine has oh. struggled over the last couple of years. Although with the microphone this year, I, I was able to do a better job. So um, I was referring to, yeah. I was referring to the the, the little orchestra or, or whatever that. Uh, uh, when oh you first yes. Slide. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there was a there was a little bit of uh, audio issues with that with that as well, wasn't there? Um, but yeah, a an interesting category. Uh, Wait, time out. Know, Kimmy is my favorite voiceover artist, hands down. Period. So Kimmy, good job. She she sounds like a professional. Yeah, thank she's you, Kimmy, awesome. as well. She and, and she, for the last couple of years running, she's done it remotely. She's she's um, she's Crazy. been away working, and she'll she'll pop back to a, the hotel room where she's staying and she just within an hour she's got all these files to me and um and and i'm able to pick True and choose pro. which ones i Good use job, and Jimmy. yeah she's great so um sorry so yeah um an interesting um category you were surprised with gosling weren't you um brandon yeah yeah i mean i was more surprised with gosling because he he was only nominated for critics choice yeah i think that's right so um like with the I golden globes he... like I didn't expect Ryan Gosling to get a nomination, and so like ultimately, I think I felt like with the Oscars, they were going to give uh, more give this role um, elsewhere, especially because I feel like Saltburn got snubbed in a lot of categories. Yeah, I totally yeah. assumed Saltburn was going to take up a, a nomination here. Uh, yeah, absolutely, and and obviously we'll uh, we'll see a theme with Saltburn as as the, as the nominees um, go on and, and unravel, but um, but yeah. Um, I think when it comes to obviously the Globes and the Critics' Choice, and I did touch on this in our in our show earlier on as well, um, the Golden Globes and the Critics' Choice divide their film categories into two segments: into into performance in, in a drama and into performance in a comedy or musical. So that means there's ten acting nominees because you get five per category. Um, so you get ten actors, ten actresses, ten supporting actors, ten supporting actresses, um, and and then. You know, you'll see two different winners because, because mm. uh, like like we've seen Killian Murphy take the Golden Globe for for Best Actor, but um, we've seen Giamatti take you know uh, take it in the other category as well. You know, and um, Paul Giamatti. And so it'll be interesting to see what I happens here. I think Giamatti. Gosling, uh, I think Gosling um, did get nominated in the comedy or musical category, but um, yeah, that's but right. I I don't think I expected him to necessarily get nominated in the in the Oscars. Uh, we've got Sterling K. Brown in there. He was nominated a couple of years ago as well. Um, obviously, um, De Niro. Um, uh, who was I? I can't remember who the other nominee was. Obviously, uh, Robert Downey Jr., um, who has won awards so far this season. Um, and uh, <laughs> 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 ladies and gentlemen, when he's finished. Uh, Toothpicking. Toothpicking. That's kind of funny. He's back in hey. the pub. What's up, Dan? Hey, Daniel. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Just missed that. How you doing, buddy? Bro? Just happy to see <laughs> How you doing? What's this show? I still What's spelled show it wrong. Uh, this show is called <laughs> Talk. 
Disney talk, Dan talk, picks his talk in a pub. It's, it's, it's so good to see everybody, honestly. Like, the, it's, the yeah, chat room's it's going nuts, back, by the way. Dan, I gotta see the ring. Go lay down, Gil. Go lay down. Uh, it's funny. It's funny. Okay, I'll he show, has I'll the show. biggest diamond. He has the biggest I'll, diamond. The biggest I'll, rock on it is good. I'll, I'll show you my ring finger. I'll show you my ring finger. I'm so glad you brought this. I'll show you my ring finger. <laughs> oh no! Uh, uh, what happened? Uh, what I happened? may have broken my fingers. Ooh, oh man! So there's there's my other ring on my on my wrong hand. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Ski accident or something? I don't know. Um. So I was playing a sport which very very few people know which not even like people in england know it's like a sport that was invented at this like school called eton college it's, basic... it's called fives <laughs> oh and, croquet and, and, no no it's like it's like squash right or like handball um but like you just play with your hands you use like a racket or something and um, nice. I was in a, this big, intense tournament, and uh, I was I was totally out of my depth. Um, and I went to go and hit the ball, and I actually hit my knee instead, and it Ouch. Broke, broke my fingers. Sorry to hear that, too. Sorry, to it was hear a that, disaster, buddy. like Oppenheimer. Sorry. <laughs> too soon. I know you're not dissing Oppenheimer like that. I'm not dissing Oppenheimer. So There's, there uh, are films. So there are films I will this, but yes, I'm there are sure other films on here that I will this We will get to them. We're just covering um, supporting acting, uh, supporting actor um, nominees at the moment. Dan. What, did you so, um, what did you What did you make of it? Have you, have you well, seen all the list of nominees in, so far? In, in, in general, or just or, or just actor in supporting actor actor in supporting role? Yes, actor in supporting role. Uh, well, obviously, Robert Downey Jr. was my standout of that list. Um, for yeah. Oppenheimer. I think Oppenheimer is probably my favorite film that was nominated of the year. It wasn't my favorite film of the year. Um, that goes to, um, was it the Super Mario Brothers? No. Um, it was, uh, no. Um, yeah, I think that was that was really good. Robert De Niro in Killers of a Flower Scene thingy. Flower Moon, yeah. Flower Moon, that's it. Um, I thought he was good in that. Um, Mark Ruffalo, I didn't see Ruffalo. Ruffalo was the other I one. I didn't yeah, see Ruffalo Four Things, one. and I haven't seen that yet. But I've heard really good things about his performance. So it's it's great. He's great. Emma Stone is great. dude. That's an, the entire film is yeah. like fantastic. And then and then um, I'm boycott. Not... Then I'm boycotting anything to do with Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've not seen Poor Things yet, but I have seen. Um... The actors on actors segment where where Downey and um, and Ruffalo sit down and talk together. Obviously, they've they've had a, a long um, storied history of working together, but um, but they both uh, are so appreciative of of watching each other in roles that they just haven't seen, you know, either of them do before. As uh, you know, very 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 different roles to normal. So so um, yeah. I'm confused. Did Dan just come back from dinner? He's still eating. <laughs> I'm confused. What's going on? I'm having dessert. Up. I'm having an okay. Aero Mint delight pot. It doesn't. It doesn't. It looks uh, blue on here. It's actually green. It's like mint. It's green. Color. It's a mint. Oh, it mint, looks mint, every mint chocolate. Green, yeah. So, 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 but yeah. <laughs> Kim is happy to see Dan. Noah is happy to see Dan. Michelle's even like Disney Dan too. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We pull out all the stops on this uh, on this awesome. show. I was um, bribed. 
Yeah, so um, spare spare no expense. As, it wouldn't uh, be me if I was. If it wouldn't be me if I was late or didn't show. Yeah, even Candy Mom says Dan and Grace as well. Dan, real real men wear pink apparently. So um, I wear pink. Yeah, so uh, that is so cool. That is so cool. <laughs> so yeah, I thought I you were wearing a screen Yeah, so um. So yeah, so I think we all agree that um, Downey is is probably the front runner in this category. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's still early in award season, too, but, uh, like, but yeah, all the stuff he's done for the last like ten years, like he deserves an Oscar. Yeah, I remember yeah, not- walking out of Oppenheimer when I saw it. I was like, okay, yeah, supporting is totally going to Downey. I I see. I will. I I think I'm going to ride this ha- ride this hill through and through to the Oscars about. Down to getting this Oscar. I think well, uh, I think Oppenheimer is about to do what Dune did back in twenty twenty one. They're just going to sweep it all. You think? I think so. A bit like um, everything last year as well. Yeah, everything know, everywhere yeah, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll see how it goes. Though, obviously, like we say, there is there is time for the momentum to shift elsewhere. Um, but yeah, I think we're all in, in agreement right now that Downey yeah, 100%. Is, is, the, is the front runner. The yeah, sorry, Rob. No, just like you guys said, like you just think of Robert Downey's career and it just he was nominated twice. We're looking, and yeah. um, he's just incredible. He's a great actor. He just he just deserves an Oscar at this point. So especially like someone like that, if you're on the border and it's just supporting, I think people tend to like, oh, it's just it's just supporting. We'll 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 uh, we'll vote for robert downey jr so i think it's gonna it's a lock for him yeah a lot of people like you just said like a lot of people like to view the whole supporting categories as kind of throwaway categories but i mean i majorly disagree here just solely based on other people other than lead actors give great performances in a movie so yeah yeah i agree so um, yeah, Grace says Downey should have won for Chaplin. Thirty years? Is it really thirty wow, years 30 ago? Years. Wow, wow. So that's anyway, the next older than me. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, it is. <laughs> He's a baby. You're, you're, you're thirty now, aren't you? No. <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, it's the big one this year. Am I right? In... Yeah, that's right. So I told so, you. I told you about the thing. The thing. Yeah, the thing. Yes, the thing. that's right. The thing. The thing. Yes, the thing, the we will thing. discuss. The, we will discuss the thing. The thing, another time. But yes, absolutely. But uh, we'll move on to the next category that was announced tonight, and that was for this one. Here are the nominees for achievements in costume design. Barbie. Killers of the Flower Moon. Napoleon, Oppenheimer, and Poor Things. I love that announcer. Three films I see this going to. Um, Barbie, Killers, or uh, Poor Things. Yeah, I think Poor Things. I think Yorgos's style. I, I can't remember if the favorite one for similar things. And um, and you look at some of the costumes like from... from uh, that are worn in poor things you could see you know a, a similar theme there so i'm, I'm not sure maybe um if you know I, I think poor things might be in the running there uh but you're right i think barbie's also in there um what, what else did we have we had oppenheimer we killers had, of the flower moon killers, and, uh, yeah i think that was it 
Napoleon. And Napoleon, yeah, Napoleon. Napoleon as well, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I think it's likely to be between Poor Things and, and Barbie, in, yeah. in all honesty. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, I could totally see Killers of the Flower Moon coming in and, and stealing it last minute, though. Yeah. She's going to win Best act, best Actress. That's it. That's all. Oh. Killer of the Flowers win, though. Come on, Barbie. Let's go party. You know, I don't, I don't think Barbie's going to get much love. I just don't. I think Poor Thing seems like an Oscar favorite, so I think they'll get these sub ones, but Oppenheimer's just going to blow away for the other stuff. I don't think Oppenheimer's going to get stuff like this. Not getting yeah, any, love, any love from me. <laughs> not I'm even the costume design. I'll tell you again. this. Right, right. You know what? I'm just going to say this right now before you know, full all the Full screen, Adam. Full screen. <laughs> full screen. Go on, say it. Put, put me full First screen. Disney round I'm going to say it right now. I'm just going to throw it out there, and I don't care if this changes anyone's opinions on me. Doesn't matter. I think Barbie was one of the worst films I've ever seen in my life. By a country mile. Like, I would take any of the Twilight films over, over Barbie. I would take any of the Fifty Shades of Terrible over this film. I would rather go back and watch Jaws 2 Ouch. Then don't even go. say Jaws 4, Dan. Wow. wow. No, Jaws 4 is top 10 greatest films of all time. Oh, I don't God. know what you're talking about. <laughs> and, 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 and I know movie taste, right? Okay. Thing is, like, I just, I sat there in, in the theater and I was just like, this is, okay, the sets, I can say that the sets were very, very good. Like, how they made the film, I'm sure we'll talk about sets and whatever. But I just, I just can't. I don't know. There was something about it. I just don't. I just don't. I just hate it. I really hated it. That's me with Bo is Afraid this year. Well, this past year. I don't know if... It, I mean, I, I've obviously Adam and Rob have not seen it because I was ch- ch- chatting with them earlier. But uh, Bo is Afraid is one of those Joaquin Phoenix movies. And I'm fine with Joaquin Phoenix as an actor. And who knows if he knew what he was signing on for with this movie. But <laughs> Bo is Afraid is a three-hour-long movie where the first hour and 15, hour and 20 minutes of the movie is completely fine. And then it takes an immediate nosedive and never recovers. So you're stuck for another hour and 40 minutes in the theater just kind of sitting there and being like, okay, when is this over? Interesting. And that was one that I was expecting to be nominated today for something as well. So glad it wasn't. Um, Yeah, so, uh, yeah, spoiler alert, Bo is Afraid did not get any nominations. So, um... So yeah, so so there we go. Um, yeah, I can see. I, I think Barbie um, has been overlooked in a few categories that people may, may be expecting it to get nominated in. That I think a, a lot of people thought the whole Barbenheimer thing was going to lead the Oscars this year. And while Oppenheimer did do fairly well, um, not as well as maybe I was expecting, but it did do very well. Um, Barbie maybe did not. You know, it's um, yeah. It was funny. They came out the same week or the same day or. Uh, same yeah, it was around within that. the yeah, week. It was the same weekend. Yeah, yeah. Same and week. like you know, Oppenheimer did great, and Barbie, and then Barbie just went, and like well, Oppenheimer, and what? And then you know they knew it was going to come around for the Oscars. So yeah, box, box office wise, yeah, Barbie did fantastic, and then yeah. uh, but but it seems to have been overlooked in certain categories this year, yeah. I think. So which will which will of course get to. Um, but yeah, I think I think in this costume design category, like Brandon said, I think we're probably looking Could- at Barbie might be in the running for this one. Could we just see um, an upset with Napoleon? Nope. No way. I'm shocked it's know. even there, to be honest with you. Any other awards? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. 
Interesting. Did any of you guys see Napoleon? I saw it. Uh, not yet. Not not yet. No. So. Gotcha. Which, by the way, um, I think that's one of the films. Okay, never mind. Mark just watched. Um, but yeah, no. Napoleon is. I, I hate to listen. I guess just maybe this just wasn't Joaquin Phoenix's year. He was not good in, in uh, Napoleon. No, he wasn't. But I felt that the costuming was quite good for what it was. I'm not saying this is a costume design film, thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Some, I'm not, I'm some not films. That it was, you know, you compare his his role as, you know, the Joker. Like that was leaps and bounds way better than how he portrayed Napoleon. But like just purely on costume design alone, I thought Napoleon's was as someone who's seen a lot of that in history, and I just felt like it was quite accurate. But mm. I guess yeah, some films accuracy, accuracy yeah. is not always the best thing. It's more of how it's presented on film as well. So yeah, some films don't always necessarily hit as a as a spectacle, but like you know, it might in a certain category, i.e., costume, it might still strike a chord. So um, so we have seen that in Oscars in years gone by, where films have been nominated for literally one thing, but have gone on to take that prize. I think I think Cruella took it, didn't it? For was yeah, it for Cruella, yeah. Cruella took yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that was the only thing it was nominated for, but it, but it took yep. it. So um, See, yeah, but I, yeah. So didn't we all predict Cruella? That one year, that was. Uh, I think we, I think we did. Yeah, yeah. I think we did. I yeah, think, I think I think most of us certainly most of us did. But um, yeah, similar to obviously um, costume, the next category uh, that quite often goes hand in hand with it is. Here are the nominees for achievement in makeup and hairstyling: Golda, Maestro. Oppenheimer, Poor Things, and Society of the Snow. If this doesn't go to Poor Things, there's something wrong. I think this one kind of was a possible sort of surprise one, because obviously, like I say, usually you tend to see films nominated for costume and very, very, very similar films nominated for makeup and hairstyling and yet this one had Golder, which I can't say I'd heard of prior to today, and Society of the Snow, which is um Spain's entry for international feature. So um so yeah, so there was a bit of a difference there. Um yeah, it's um it's interesting. But yeah, so you think this one is gonna go to did you say to poor things? Um, I think poor things like because I mean yeah. short or quick running, yeah. Um like quick predictions here. I think poor things is taking this. Um since you got, I don't, yeah, you guys haven't seen it yet. When you're watching it, kind of look out for like, look out for what it's nominated for, and you'll be like, okay, I completely understand why this is nominated for this. Yeah, yeah, it is a film I'm very much looking forward to seeing. Um, Grace mentions that Oppenheimer is back in theaters in the U.S. It is in the U.K. Yes. as well, Grace. Yeah, yeah, it has um, it has just been re-released this week. Um, so uh, in in the IMAX and things like that. So I think Spider Verse is as well. Um, my local theater's playing Spider Verse today. Yeah, that's oh, wow. back. Yes, I did see that. Still haven't seen it. It's yes, it's uh, <laughs> neither have I. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be interesting. Yeah, Dan, I, uh, I'll share um, I'll share our to watch list later with you. Yeah, can oh, you share that it? now? Actually, I was just about to ask. Time out, Dan. Breaking news: Adam's only seen two movies of the list and does not drink anymore. No alcohol. Breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> this, God bless him. This is a non-alcoholic Guinness. 
How good are they? They're so nice. This is what I was telling Rob at the start of the show, and he did not believe me. Um, they're, they're so nice. Surprisingly very, right, very wait, wait, good. Wait, 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 wait. You have joined the Dan wagon. <laughs> um, there, there's a small rumor that I might be getting married later this year, and so I kind of, you know, if I'm going to be, you know, tying the knot and... You know, having pictures taken that last a lifetime and they go on your wall and things like that because it's like the the biggest day of your life. Um, then I want to make sure I kind of look a bit better than I do right now, or the better than I feel right now. Thank you, Rob. <laughs> so, so um, I'm not laughing so, at you, Adam. Yeah, no, laughing at Rob. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's yeah, just uh, just just to look and feel a bit better within myself. You know, getting like, a little like, bit better shape. Um, what, and the alcohol call bless you. for a few months will uh, will help that. So what, for, what for a couple twilight months. zone are we living in here? Because when I was leading up to getting married, I drank more than I've ever done in like ten years, and now the true. opposite is for you. That is true. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. It's isn't it weird how we we kind of swapped roles? So yeah, yeah. Maybe no, you can drink, drink for me. I, I, yeah. I don't drink. <laughs> I was going to say you stopped again. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. So so uh, yeah. I so can't there make we up go. My mind, like with a lot of these films. I, to be fair, I've only seen very few amount of these as well. I think I've only seen two or three as well. Um, but I've I got to say, like, last year was such a disappointment in terms of films. I just felt like there was, like, I agree, none. 100%. There was none that really was just like, oh, wow. I re-. There's only one film that I saw last year. I was like, wow, I'm so can't wait to see this. And it could have been nominated for something and it didn't, but I'll get to it when we get to that point. Um, Dial of Destiny, right? Nope. Nope. I just wanna I just want to piss Brandon off, that's all so <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll get there, Brandon. I, I, I agree with Dan. Uh, there were a lot of misses. I agree year. too. Um oh, last year. And okay, so I've seen eighty nine twenty twenty three releases. And I guess my list from 54 down were all bad. Wow. Um, oh, wow. So anything above that were just okay. Uh, like, oh, some were just okay above that, and some were great. I think up until my top maybe 30, is maybe top 32 are things that are good, and then anything after that is just okay. And then after 54, after 53, the rest is just all man. I only saw one film last year that I actually enjoyed. Was Which was? Uh, well, actually, no, there's two. One, um, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. And the one that I was going to say that should have been nominated for a few more awards, which was um, Ferrari with Adam Driver. I enjoyed Ferrari. Okay. Okay. But we can talk about that a bit later. Very good. Yeah. yeah um, I, I, like I said, if, if they didn't have to pick 10, I said to Adam, I'm like, they're only going to have to pick like the minimum eight six whatever the heck it was but it's just it's just an automatic 10 now for moving forward so yeah that's uh that's like two know. years ago so yeah yeah so i was disappointed as well but yes so the next category uh nominated was but the, we need... here are the nominees for best live action short film the after invincible Knight of Fortune Red, White and Blue and The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar 
Sorry, Rob. What we what were you saying? It's okay. Did we even say who we, we were going to vote for the other one? I don't think I yeah. did. So. Uh, I haven't picked mine yet. Obviously, is this isn't our actual predictions yet? So um, oh okay. So oh, okay. yeah, but um, oh, but we move on. To, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, if so Rob we think, tells us his, then we can sort of not pick his options. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so, so uh, but Brandon did say he thinks it's going to go to uh, poor things, or he said it would be yeah. a travesty if it if it uh, if it doesn't go to poor things. Which uh, yeah, I can I can I can agree with that. Um, so yeah, the the short films category. I can't say I'm, I know any of these films this year. So um, so have you guys heard of or seen any of the shorts yet? Yes. No. Um, yes. No. I haven't seen, but I have heard of. Um, I'm trying to find the category live action short film. The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar. That's on Netflix. Um, okay. I only know it because it's directed by Wes Anderson. Oh wow! Well, interesting. Okay. So yeah. So yeah, that'll be I think that'll ones. win. <laughs> Honestly, just because Wes Anderson's <laughs> behind it, so. Asteroid City may have been snubbed because that's Wes Anderson's film. That may yeah. have been snubbed this year, but I'm not mad. I'm not overly mad about it because Wes Anderson at least got a nomination out of this. Did uh, did Wes Anderson? Wes Anderson didn't do Licorice Pizza as well, did he? Huh? Was that? that was Paul something. What's it? Paul Thomas Anderson? Yeah. Paul Thomas Anderson. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh no, yeah. Wes Anderson did um, like uh, Grand, Pu- uh, Grand Budapest and things as well. Yeah, didn't he? Fantastic Mr. Fox. That's right. Yes. So, so uh, and Isle of Dogs as well. Um, so, yes. Yes. So okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. He uh, he may well be in the run in there. So um, okay. So I think sticking with the shorts. the nominees for Best Animated Short Film. Letter to a Pig. 95 Senses. Our Uniform. Pashidam. War is Over, inspired by the music of John and Yoko. There's not any funny names like there usually is. There's yeah, no, I, of dicks. I, I, I did like her saying her, her saying Pashiderm. Like, Pashiderm, yes. Yeah. Letter to a pig. <laughs> Thanks. A letter to a pig. That's yeah. I, I thought you know I could imagine Kim getting behind that one because she'd probably just want to speak to like a pig because uh, she loves animals. You know, she does like she, she likes talking to dogs. She likes talking to any animal that's out there, um, and she'd probably quite happily write a letter to a pig and expect the pig to understand every word of it. So, um, so that's yeah, awesome. I yeah, that's. Um, that's 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 our Kimmy. So, uh, no, so yeah, again, been nominated. I, again, I can't. Um, what's that? Sorry, um, no. Once upon a time, once yeah, that wasn't really a thing, movie no. though. It wasn't a movie. Yeah. Like, it wasn't a short film. Like it was just, it was a compilation of celebrating Disney characters. I don't feel like there was no sort of storyline. If I made sense, like yeah, it was more of just a hey. It was a celeb- It was a celebration of how many. Like, don't get me wrong. It was. It was great. Um, I think you know, they did it so well, but it wasn't a short film. A short okay. film is like thirty minutes, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. Also, Candy Mom said Guardians of Volume Three did not be, need to be made. I wholeheartedly disagree. There, I disagree. I think it's better than the first one. But oh well, yeah. I thought it was great. I liked it. I liked the backstory kind of Rocket. That was great. 
I haven't I seen it, it, but I look forward to seeing it. I so. enjoy it. So. But yeah, so uh, the next... I, you know, Adam, you have a long road ahead of you, but I'm kind of jealous. I have a, I, I'm kind of jealous. We can even uh, see Guardians 3 yet. They're like, come that, on, it's awesome. There's a lot to look forward to. Like, you know, so there's, there's some things that I, I was obviously kind of expecting um, <clears throat> and predicting to be nominated. Uh, yeah, Kim can either hear or see I, the dogs in the background. So, uh, I, yeah. Um, <clears throat> there, I, can't believe, there's, I can't believe Groot got turned into a campfire. <clears throat> <laughs> but um yeah there's there's a lot that i am um <clears throat> very much looking forward to seeing this um, is why adam needs letterboxed so he can start logging all the films he sees logging uh, oh, oh, oh right right i thought you meant because trees uh, sorry i'm yes i love kimmy's i love kimmy's profile shot like when i first met her i didn't really know much about her i thought that tattoo was real i thought she was like um like mike tyson with like a tattoo on her face so <laughs> she, bring it up. she is i swear no, i thought that was real she punches like Mike Tyson. If, if, I, if I don't behave myself, she punches like Mike Tyson. It's terrifying. <laughs> and so, what uh, happened at the wedding? So. At my wedding? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You that, so. Nice. <laughs> so, One anyway. Sec, i got to interject. I might not talk to Dan for another year here. So, Dan, at, at Adam's wedding, you need to cover Adam's wedding like he covered your wedding for us. So, just, just put yeah. it out there. He was absolutely knackered. That's Even I'll, I'll take maybe like one fifth of what he did or one half or whatever. But... I'm sorry, he was knackered. You want to think about me? <laughs> see, but we hardly saw you on the video. Yeah, we didn't. See... Was... Oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, don't worry. There's only what 200 other people that you know. Yeah, you're busy. That, you were that's busy. why we couldn't see you because there were 200 other people in the way. So, <laughs> but, <laughs> thank you, Adam. It, it felt was like amazing. I was. I felt like I was there, Adam. So thank you. I no, yeah, it. Yeah, so it was, I'm, uh, it was. I'm just praying great fun capturing it. It was. It was the liveliest, most fun wedding I've ever been to in my life. I can safely say that. Yeah, um, was me, awesome. me and Kim had an amazing time and, you know, and uh, we were you, so bro. honored that you invited us. Um, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I apologize that ours probably won't be quite as lively, but, um, but it will be fun. We will make it fun. So kidding me. It's going to be awesome. Dance was a great wedding. It's going to be hard to go top, but. Yeah, yeah, we're going to be it's getting you and awesome. Hannah to, to get everyone else going. So, nice. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so and, uh, and, well, you did see and, and and Kimmy agrees as well. Kimmy agrees. I'm so getting you off Mike Tyson. <laughs> I'm so Kimmy off Tyson. So anyway, before we write my wedding, um, there are some writing <laughs> nominees to uh, to be announced. <laughs> Here are the nominees for Best Adapted Screenplay. American Fiction Barbie Oppenheimer Poor Things and The Zone of Interest. This one I think will be an interesting one. Um, I'm not sure which way this is likely to go. Um, I think the it's writing a tough categories. One, you're right. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think of what has gone to the writing categories in the Globes and the Critics' Choice so far. Um, I think because it's adapted from something of history, I think Oppenheimer might have the edge here. Yeah, I agree. I think so. Um, let's have a look. So I'm I, looking just, up Globes just because, like, it's an ad, the being it as it's an adaptation of this historic event. I mean, there's no historic event of Barbie jumping into different realms of you know 
life of being a doll. I mean, <laughs> you know, that's yeah. not really it's not really an adaptation. Yeah. Um, it, how they do it, I don't, I don't understand why they. Obviously, it's yes, it's adapted from like Mattel's Barbie, but as far as story goes, I feel like it was more of an original story. It should have gone to original screenplay. Best original screenplay, Anatomy of a Fall. Sorry, I'm very outspoken. Yeah, best screenplay from the Golden Globes was Anatomy of a Fall. Um, oh, yes, that was that's original. So, but for adapted, um, yeah. But, but I'm saying Barbie's in that category. Oppenheimer's in the same category. So there's not really for original. That's I'm looking at Golden Globes best screenplay motion picture. Oh, they just did screen that. So yeah, yeah, they don't. Yeah, but what do they know? Um, <laughs> go ahead, Adam. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I think this one. Hey, hey, Richard, welcome into the chat, Arjuns. Um, Arjuns, the legend. Yeah, so um, I'm not sure where this one's going to go yet. I think, like, you, you, you're right, Rob, in that um, when it comes to the original, which we'll cover in a moment, um, you know, you've uh, Anatomy of a Fall took the took the Globe and the Critics' Choice, so so that stands itself in good stead right now. I think this one for adapted screenplays is a much wider open race. I think I think you're probably looking at Oppenheimer and maybe Poor Things um, out there, both both in the front running. I'm not sure, you know. Um, I don't understand why Barbie is an adapted screenplay. I was saying this in the in the show earlier as well. What is it adapted from? You know, it's not a sequel. It's it's it's, it's not taken from an original source material such as a book or a or a comic or anything like that that, that I'm you know aware of. You know I what they've done? Yeah. The Academy, the Academy have looked at the doll. They put the doll in their office, and they've been like, "Yeah, someone's adapted a film from this doll," and that's what they've done. Like they've taken, they've literally put the doll on the desk and be like, yeah, they've adapted it all. Like, no. Yeah. Entertainment Weekly says, but although the film follows the story wholly original to Gerwig and Buckman, whatever, the, the Academy decision is likely due to the simple fact that Barbie features the pre-existing characters from the Mattel doll line. Yeah, that, and then they That's also stupid. do have a lot of older Barbie animated movies. Um, which if you go buy one of those at the grocery store, uh, at like Walmart, you will be ID'd. Um, cause I was doing some early Valentine's day shopping for Tiffany and, uh, I tried buying a Barbie DVD for her, one of the, the animated ones and I got ID'd for it. So stupid. Wow. Like but, um, oh, yeah. back hey, on Donna. track, um, hey, there are some, there are some characters from those films like, like, uh, John Cena's Merken. Okay. Sorry. Like, I, I maybe that could be it, but I mean, ultimately and wholeheartedly, like, I think they put that in where they did because it's solely based off Mattel's line of you know, dolls. You could say that, but then why? So, did they put Oppenheimer in because they looked at the bomb in Oppenheimer? And be like, oh yeah, there's a bomb. Oh yeah. See, but I mean, Oppenheimer's based, <laughs> off, <laughs> Oppenheimer's based off of a book, though. Yes. Of yeah. Exactly. So, which which is why it. it Deserves to be an adapted screenplay, but yeah, yeah I, but I don't think Barbie deserves. Like, so why not a film like Ferrari, where you do, where they documented the history of Enzo Ferrari, um, and how you know his trauma, his deceit of his family and his wife, and to become this greatest entrepreneur. I agree. They completely the greatest car companies ever made. You know, like 
and the film was great. Like it was a really good film. I mean, that's more of an adaptation of Barbie. They they really snubbed Ferrari in this category. For our... It's not nominated yeah. for anything, is it? It's so not they nominated got, anything. They got Jack. They got nothing, and they and they did not deserve. At I was all excited to it. see it too. I know Dan loves car stuff, so especially. But it wasn't movies, even just so. the car stuff. It was more of like telling a good story, and you know, taking the history of this you know man who is so strict that that Italian fiery feisty kind of person to make the greatest supercar company ever made. Mm-hmm. And instead, they put a doll of an adapted screenplay. That's it's just—it's so the only—it's—it's it's the only category that just doesn't make sense for me. That it's in. Like, if you put this in original screenplay, sure. Yeah, fine. I, for I, me, I, agree. Just, I agree. I agree. Like, like everything else is adapted. American fiction is adapted. Oppenheimer's off a book. Poor Things is off a book, and I think Zone Thing, Zone of Interest, I think is also off of a book. Well, yeah. American Fiction is written for the screen by Corey Jefferson, so yes, it's it's adapted from a book yeah. or there a play. So this is the only film that should have gone to like out of this list that should be an original. Speaking of original, let's see what the nominees were for original screenplay. the nominees for writing best original screenplay anatomy of a fall the holdovers maestro may december and past lives i really 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 hope holdovers takes this but i am so angry that saltburn didn't take a nomination here Saltburn didn't, and it's also now we can point out that Killers of the Flower Moon did not take yes. a, a, a a screenplay, not in either. Yeah, I can't remember whether Killers was adapted or whether it was Killers original. Is a, but, uh, Killers would be adapted. It's completely based yeah. off the book. But uh, but yes, yeah, so it would have been adapted. Yeah, so um, so the fact that Killers of the Flower Moon is completely overlooked is a huge shock, I think. Um, and so yeah, Anatomy of a Fall has done well so far again at the Critics' Choice and at the Golden Globes. Um, in that in that category, but you know it it could well go to to any of the others as well, like you say. Um, past lives, I know I know you're a big fan of that, Brandon. Um, and it didn't maybe get as many nominations as you were expecting. Um, but uh, the holdovers as well is is very highly thought of. I'm actually I'm just I'm really disheartened that um, Killers didn't get a an adapted screen. I, I know we're on the original now, but I'm. I'm I'm sad that there are a few that should have been nominated but did not get nominations. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Let me pull up my list real quick because I had a couple. Um, Godzilla minus one. That 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 the writing in that was fantastic. That should have gotten adapted for sure. Iron Claw should have been adapted. Didn't get it. Um. There's just there's so many films that were completely glossed over. Yeah, I think um, I think if you're looking at Godzilla minus one um, or Iron Claw, and you're talking about them getting nods for adapted screenplay, but we just mentioned Killers, which has got you know a, a lot more nominations and and obviously garnered much much uh, much more critical acclaim over the last yeah. year. 
uh, then maybe Killers is the one that because you can only have so many films in this category. Um, Killers is probably the one to you know maybe take the place of a Barbie in the adapted screenplay. Um, it it totally yeah. should have swapped with Barbie. Barbie should have gone to original. Killers of the Flower Moon should have made it on adapted. But just yeah, there were just as far as ending up on a list, it should have been Killers for adapted. Yeah, I keep saying that, but like. And then you and then you look at some of these other films. You're like, okay, why did this not even get a look at? Like, like the Iron Claw. I don't know if any of you guys have seen Iron Claw yet. No, oh, yeah. But it is literally one of the most depressing movies I've ever seen, and it's based off a true story. Like, uh, I've not no, seen it yet. No but... acting, no writing, no. They need a stunt category because that would have ended up in here. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to see a stunt category at the Oscars. I'll be quite honest. So. I think that would be, you know, it, it always used to be 24 categories. It went down to 23. I'd, I'd love it to go back to 24 with a, What's with a stunt category. Oh, the stunt? Uh, a stunt category. That would be amazing. Yeah. yeah, I think it would be great if they... If they're they going to do... do they're more likely <clears throat> to do an adapted toy screenplay award than a stunt award, trust me. So the film based around the toy. That's what they're going to do. So don't get your hopes up. <laughs> yeah, and just I really wish they gave us this, like, like, like right off the bat, like, obviously every action film would make the sh- wouldn't make the short list, but you'd have so much to choose from. You'd have John Wick, you'd have Mission Impossible, Godzilla, Iron Claw, Guardians. There's just, the creator. There's just so many films um, that you could just choose from and be like, okay. This works. Uh, the, the, the stunt work in this was fantastic. Let's give our love and appreciation to some of the people who make the stunt categories work. I, these, these so the only reason why this wouldn't work, right? The reason why the stunt category wouldn't work, just imagine it, right? So they announced the category, right? This is the category for um, best stunt. We've got this movie, this movie, this movie, and the winner is this movie. And then they'll say, Unfortunately, this person can't be here tonight because he's recovering from the stunt they won the award. <laughs> right, and that's why it won't happen because or they wheel about. He's in a wheelchair. He's like the brace on. Like, <laughs> like that's why it won't work. You know, you know what's funny is like Tom Cruise would just win every award every he probably year. Probably would. That that freaking cliff jump he did uh, in Mission Impossible. Oh my god. Yeah, very good. All yeah. right, no stunts. So move on. No stunts, um, but. Going back to performing, the next category announced was... Here are the nominees for performance by an actress in a supporting role. Emily Blunt for Oppenheimer. Danielle Brooks for The Colour Purple. America Ferreira for Barbie. Jodie Foster for Nyad. And Divine Joy Randolph for the holdovers. So this one makes me angry. This one makes because, me angry. Okay. because because Penelope Cruz should have one hundred percent been nominated for Ferrari. It was the best movie yes. she's best performance she's ever done. She like Penelope she Cruz is not all. the great look, Penelope Cruz is not the greatest actress of all time. But this was by far her greatest performance and the best performance I've seen 
all year, and that's including every other category by far. I'm sorry, I, I might be completely wrong, but her performance in that film, unbelievable. I see this totally going to Divine. I think I think Divine board. and America for Ferrer are both in the um, in the running right now. Um, America did take a, an award at the Critics' Choice as well. So, um, so but yeah, Divine Globes. Divine has won the Golden Globe and the Critics' mm -hmm. Choice. Um, yeah. So it's so it's it's very interesting. Divine's probably the one that's out in front, but this is one category that I think the the momentum could shift. I don't think anybody saw Jodie Foster um, getting a getting a nomination there, and there were a couple of um, actress um, actress overlooks. Um, I'm not sure who the lead and who the supporting actress is from um, from May December. When it comes to you, obviously you've got Julianne Moore and, and Natalie Portman, who were both being talked up a lot about awards season. I know you yeah. weren't a big fan, Brandon, but um, but yeah, I think a lot of people were expecting to see them nominated for Oscars this year. I'm sur I'm surprised neither of them got nominated, only because like you said, like you were just saying, they were being talked a big game. But I'm not mad they weren't nominated. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Jodie Foster like falls off the face of the earth, and then like all of a sudden, I've seen her like four to five different times in the last two weeks. So, yeah, she has been around a lot. She has been around a lot in the awards season. She was at the Critics' Choice Awards the other week. I think she was at the Globes as well. So, so she was there in attendance. She presented so, um, too, I think. Right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. So, this is the only this is the only nomination for Color Purple, right? Uh, yes, I believe it is. Yes, yeah, the one and only nomination for the Color Purple. I was a little surprised, you know, like. Yeah, a movie like that. Who knows? Yeah, did better in the Globes and um, and the, uh, the the Critics' Choice. So you know what that film reminds me. Of? You know that film a couple <clears throat> of years ago called In the Heights, where yeah. it had like yes. such a big hype around it, and actually mm -hmm. it just fell flat. Yeah, that's how I felt about yeah. the color purple. There we go. Yeah. I agree. So after the. Um, supporting actress nominees were announced obviously they they always take a small break don't they um and so <clears throat> this is our our chance to go on rob are you well no i'm just saying you? this is good yeah. i'm excited <clears throat> okay so just um obviously this is our sixth pub talk um Can't nominees uh, yeah pub talk coverage of, of the oscars you know we've done this for five years running you know this is the sixth one that we've we've done now um <clears throat> and you know it's it's great that everyone kind of gets involved. You know, we, we've we've had so many people supporting us and and getting involved with the uh, predictions and things over the years. So so we're just gonna um, play back a little reminder of of what happened at last year's Academy Awards. Welcome, and uh, congratulations, welcome to the 95th Oscars. It is... We made it, you made it. And the Oscar goes to everything, everywhere, all at once. And the Oscar goes to everything, everywhere, all at once. And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... The Oscar goes to... Everything, everywhere, all at once. Everything, everywhere, all at once. 
the Oscar for the Pub Talk Predictions goes to... Adam's You're gonna have to get through first. You're gonna get have to get through the heavyweight champ, Adonis Creed, before you get to me. You're gonna have to do battle with Michelle Yeoh before you get to me. You are gonna have to beat the Mandalorian before you get to me. You are gonna have to tangle with Spider-Man. You are gonna have to. You are gonna have to tangle with Fableman. And then you're gonna have to go through my right-hand man, Guillermo, if you wanna get Oh, there we go. <laughs> I love how Stephanie she was like sobbing for you. Sorry? When you when you when your award Stephanie she was like sobbing for you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was talking after the after the we've shown this for the morning show too, which this is awesome, Adam. It came out awesome. 
I kicked and <laughs> screamed. You. I have to do my part, but um, watching Brandon's reaction was the best during that video because I could see him in the backstage area. He was like, <laughs> "It was so funny." I was just completely surprised at how much so editing and acting went into that. I'm like, "Oh my god!" That this was. Um, it actually took a lot less than I thought it was going to. I thought it was going to take me a lot longer to put it together, but it, um, but it was literally a. A couple of hours of me and Kim acting the bits out, uh, and the editing was a lot quicker um, than I than I expected. So, um, I, I, so I will say though, getting your competitor to read out your name because he won. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you got to remember though, he didn't even like tell that me what it's for. So I'm like, hey, if I win, are you going to film one for me? I'm like, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't know what it was. So. <laughs> it was so, awesome. Thank thank you, Kimmy, as well. So yeah. So um, it was great, Kimmy. You gotta, you, when when Oppenheimer wins Best Picture, you got to film one in the style of Oppenheimer. The, the, the uh, chances of the chances of Roberto winning are near oh. zero. What do you think? This should be a recurring thing. I think this should be a recurring thing that if you win, you have to do an even more ridiculous accepting video for the following year. <laughs> I will uh, I, I, maybe we'll try and do a recap of last year going forward like you know so whoever wins it's got to be it just means, as ridiculous it just means as whoever last. whoever wins has got to be uh, has got to be on board so. Yeah. <laughs> so there we go right anyway moving on that was uh, that was the 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 short break uh, the next nominees announced today for this year's 96th Academy Awards was for this category. Here are the nominees for music, best original song. The Fire Inside from Flaming Hot. I'm Just Ken from Barbie. It's Never Went Away from American Symphony. Wazazi, a song for my people, from Killers of the Flower Moon. And What Was I Made For, from Barbie. There she um, is. This, this is going to What Was I Made For. I'm yeah, just, it's, it's a very catchy song, but it doesn't embody what the, the Barbie film was about. And I just don't see any other original song taking it. It's interesting that you say this because that was the song that won at the Golden Globe. Uh, what was I made for? But yeah, it didn't, and then, and then it didn't win at the Critics' Choice. I'm I'm just can won at the uh, at the Critics' Choice. Yeah. So um, so yeah, I it, I I laughed because when we were recording live earlier as the nominees were announced, I said I said Diane Warren this year as a joke, and then she was the <laughs> first one announced, and I was as like, he said it, it popped up. It was the funniest thing earlier. They they are going to announce Diane Warren for. Uh, as an Oscar nominee every year until she finally wins one. Is, is this going to be her 15th nomination? And she's not, not won one yet, bless her. So, um, yeah, and I think this is going to be like her seventh in a row, I think. So something along those lines. Um, yeah, that's very, very, very... But, like, funny, does yeah. she is she in charge of that category? I'm confused. Welcome in, Dave, like, by the way. Welcome in, Dave. Dave, welcome. Yeah, I never... I, never, I don't know. It's funny. God bless. Diane Warren is talent. She is Thank talented. But, um... Yeah, it's always, slim, it's can... always slim picking. You know, I was hoping Peaches was going to be nominated here. So, I, oh, I yeah, that's like, 
Oh, I'd rather take that song of any over the, any of the other Barbie films. Well, that was nominated for the Golden Globe, and and I mean there was a lot of songs nominated at the Globes because because um, Barbie had three songs in the run in the Globes. So um, yeah, so obviously one of them missed out. Peaches missed out. So yeah, um, it's very very interesting that this category is somewhat changed. And like you say, I think you know, um, I think Diane Warren is maybe on the uh, on the 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 board of 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 selectors maybe for this category she's exactly. like you know what i'm just gonna i'll be in the running again so um so just, yeah we'll we'll see i wish she was on it this year because i just don't want barbie to win anything but that's just me <laughs> i think this is i think this is a category that barbie will take an oscar it will um, it will yeah it yeah will, but not. I, I think so <laughs> i knew early on that peaches wasn't gonna get nominated because when they were doing the the oscar shortlist it didn't make the shortlist uh which one sorry Peaches. 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 Oh yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> Kimmy's like, just give her the Oscar. <laughs> just yeah, yeah. I, I do. I do think it's going to go to Barbie though. Um, I'm surprised right there, that none of the. I guess this is after this season. I'm surprised none of the songs from Wonka was nominated. But I think that will be next year. There weren't any good Possibly. songs in Wonka. No, I disagree. One or two. It was, it was a good movie. I love Wonka. I disagree. Wonka got I snubbed. I think. I think. Are, are you... the, I think the music was very good in that. Are you a big lover of Noodle? No, but, <laughs> but like the whole having pure imagination in that song, in that film. Hey, but it's not an original song. No, of course, but you know, I still think the music is true. by far and away some of the best I've heard all year. But that's just me. yeah, yeah. So, um, okay, sticking with the music, let's do it. The next category announced here are the nominees for music best original score American fiction Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny Killers of the Flower Moon Oppenheimer and Poor Things Indy Indy I would love Indy to win it. Uh, John Indy. Williams, John Williams, as I touched on at the top of the show uh, and earlier, John Williams' fifty-fourth career Oscar nomination, um, uh, making him like he he became the oldest Oscar nominee in history last year at the age of ninety-one in the f- for, for scoring the Fablemans. So obviously he's extended that this year, the age of ninety-two now for for Indiana Jones. Um, I would love. He's only won five out of the, out of the. Fifty-three previous. He hasn't won nominations. Much, I was yeah, say. yeah, yeah. So, um, so his fifty-fourth. It puts him five nominations behind Walt Disney, who was the most nominated person ever. Um, so, yeah, I would love to see John Williams take this, but I don't think he will. Unfortunately, no, I think it's it's, it's going to be it's going to be Oppenheimer. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think see, Oppenheimer the score too. for Four Things is great too, but I mean, Oppenheimer is a very complex score. Like this from the 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 piece called "Can You Hear the Music." There are 21 tempo changes, yeah. and it's like a two-minute song. 21 tempo changes. In what? In what? Uh, Brandon, sorry. In Oppenheimer, there's a there's a track called uh, "Can You Hear the Music." It's crazy. Nice. I, By the way, I Robbie just... Robertson passed away since uh, he did this, so I don't oh, like wow. the sympathy boat. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, that's that's yeah. That's sad. That is sad. Um, I didn't know he had passed away since uh, since this. Um, yeah, a couple months ago. Yeah. Yeah, um, an interesting comment from from Dave there. John Williams is our modern day Beethoven or Mozart, in my opinion. I um, I, I think John Williams, is the greatest music maker of all time. 
he is fantastic. I, I do I do love his music. Um, the greatest of all time, maybe. I mean, obviously you can't overlook people like Hans Zimmer as well. But um, Hans yeah, Zimmer is amazing. Yeah. Uh, Michael Giacchino, I would say, is a more yeah. modern day than John Williams. John Williams was unbelievable 10, 20 years ago. If you look at Michael Giacchino or, you know, even some ones like Alan Menken, who was, you know, about 10 years ago. There's so many. Yeah. There's so many amazing musicians now. Yeah. Uh, James Horner as well, who was taken from us too soon. So, See, but yeah. think about all... I'm looking into it like this. Think about all the films that have come out that have been inspired by Star Wars, Indiana Jones, Harry Potter, E.T., oh, yeah. um, Jurassic Park, the list goes on. Who yeah. was at the center of every piece of score in that? George Lucas. <laughs> no. John Williams' music. John Williams, yeah. Yep. Made those movies. If those movies if those movies didn't weren't as popular as they are, we wouldn't have most of the movies we we have now. I totally agree. Like I think Back to the Future is one of the only original films that I like I can say that I love one hundred percent all the way through that isn't composed by John Williams. Lord of the Rings. What'd you say, Dan? Lord of the Rings. Possibly some of the best symphonic orchestra music of all time. Yeah, debatable. No, yeah, I I agree with you. Debatable, my friend. (laughs) What? Yeah. When the riders of Rohan are charging into the orcs at uh, in Return of the King, and you don't feel goosebumps, oh no. man! This is the uh, the first category of of all of them where I've I've actually seen one of the nominated films this year. Uh, Ooh, that's in, Indiana Jones. Finally. Indiana Jones. Yeah, I was um, I was fortunate enough to. To, to walk the red carpet and, and watch it in Cannes when uh, when it had its premiere and um, and yeah um, so cool. yeah um, that is cool. so so I've finally seen one I would love for John Williams to win it like like I said I think Oppenheimer is is going to um, unfortunately was John John Williams was there wasn't he oh he was uh, at he was at the premiere here he was he, at not that one yeah no not Cannes he was the one in Hollywood so which is cool. Yeah, imagine going to imagine cool. going to see Indiana Jones like the premiere as cool as it is. They're like, all right, here's the and the screen opens up. And there's the orchestra and John Williams is playing. It's just incredible. That'd so be cool. I see seeing John Williams in person was like one of the highlights of my life. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, That's cool. I went, I went and saw him in concert cool. in 2022. That's awesome. Nice. That's very very. I'm so glad. Yeah, like I mentioned earlier in the live stream, like in the but this morning, he's not retired. He wants he wants to do more stuff. He's looking for work. You know. Yeah. I joked. I said uh, on LinkedIn, it's his profile says "open for work." So I'm just <laughs> just joke. I got to laugh that time. Thank you. Open to work. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I find it hilarious though. He was like, he was like, after Star Wars and Indiana Jones, I'm officially retiring. He's like, LOL. Never mind. Uh, I like working. Good. This man is going to work. And, this man is going to work. Long may he continue. There's there's clearly a lot of love for him in this he, chat. He uh, could with be. Comments that, Dave and Donna have said, um, you know, so and, yeah, uh, and sure. Kimmy backed it up as well. So yeah, I think um, there's a lot of love for him. At, at a push, beat Walt Disney's record with most nominated Oscars. He he would need to get. I think you know, obviously he he'd need to get nominations every year now for he would. you know. Um, he would. And, and he is in for a shout for the next few years. Yeah, but and he is. There's in, no other yeah. person I feel who deserves. 
to beat that 50, record. 59 nominations by Walt Disney, 54 for John Williams. So, um, so yeah, maybe he could score a couple of films in the same year and uh, and 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 they could both get nominated. And uh, well, Indiana yeah. Jones cheat, cheat the system up a bit. So yes, <laughs> so yeah. This is um, solely going to Oppenheimer. Uh, I th- I think it will. Yeah, I'd love to see John Williams take it, but I think it will well, go to Oppenheimer. Disney as a company, like he's an individual though, kind of. No, Walt Disney mm, got 59. no no. Di- Walt Disney himself got fifty nine mm. nominees uh, uh, nominations. So, so um, speaking of films that I have seen, the other film that I have seen is in the next category. Here are the nominees for Best Documentary Feature Film. Bobby Wine, The People's President. The Eternal Memory. Four Daughters. To Kill a Tiger. And 20 Days in Maripol. Um, I know what I would like to win. Based yeah. purely on the fact that I went to see the world premiere of it, but um, Killer Tiger, but... who wouldn't want to see that? <laughs> wow, um, gotta make the Killer Tiger controversial, Dan. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, um, I know. <laughs> no, um, yeah, Four Daughters is the one that I went to see, um, and yeah, uh, that again was a the world premiere in Cannes, um, and I'm not going to say it blew me away, um, but. I kind of, you know, I, I felt quite passionate about the, um, I felt, I felt for the family, um, in, uh, you know, in the subject matter. It's, um, yeah, it's about how, uh, this, this mother, um, who obviously it was a mother and, and her four daughters and, and the two eldest ones ran away from home, uh, to go, to go and join ISIS. But, um, yeah. And, but in order to tell the story, they brought in, they brought in two actors to play the two eldest daughters, um, you know, and, and so that was difficult for the actors as well. It was a difficult job, but obviously it is mm. a documentary. So, um, but yeah, it was, um, yeah, it, it got a, it got a huge stand innovation in Cannes uh, and I'd love to see it take the Oscar. I, I don't necessarily think it will, but you know, that's um, yeah. Daniel. Thank you. Um, can I ask a quite a serious question? Mm. Well, really? Every year we've been doing this for six years. That's every great. year when we get to it's no this isn't a rant this is this is a thought provoking hypothesis we've been doing this for six years and when we get to these documentaries short films all of these kind of um, categories for best whatever let's be real here like the best documentary people aren't tuning into the Oscars to watch best documentary. They're just no. not. You know, I, it's fact. I, I agree do with you hundred percent. Do yeah. you think that they won't do this, but do you think that they should have their own separate award show for things like best documentary and best short film and then have oh, things tough. like, and then have things like best stunt team in a feature film as a replacement or best, um, you know, I don't know what else you can add to it. You know, do you get what I mean? That's like, a great point, Dan. I, I'm gonna interesting point. Um, <clears throat> it's an interesting. I'd rather know who would best stunt team over best short film thirty minutes. You get what I mean? Yep, Rob. Don't they have stuff that they award 
prior to the Oscars, like a bunch of different categories? The Governor's Ball. Uh, they, no, the Governor's Awards, sorry. The Governor's Awards. So, um, yes, they, they, they award, it's like um, achievements in technical science and things like that, you know. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I've never really looked massively into those awards. Um, but, yeah, they, they're kind of like honorary Oscars, essentially. The reason that the documentaries and the shorts and everything get nominated, the Oscars is all about film and a documentary is a documentary film the short is yeah, a no, short film an animated short film you know so so that's that's the reason why you know and it is literally all things film i do agree that stunt should be a category that has its own um award um i do agree with that and there may be one or two more and i i, I agree as well wholeheartedly that you know nobody's ever really necessarily tuned in to watch documentary although there have been some superb documentaries over the years navalny last year was an absolute blinder i thought that was superb mm, yeah. so um i mean there so, are other, yeah. other films that aren't even nominated at the oscars yeah, and it's just like mm. yeah you know, so yeah. Well, you know it's the, the reality is I'm, sh I'm sure there is other awards that they win you know not just the oscars though yeah yes yeah, so it's just something that I just had on my mind because you know we get to these these every year, and we're just like, oh, I think this short film's going to win or that short film's going to win, but actually, we don't. You know, ninety nine percent of them we don't watch. You know, this is true. This is true. I yeah, was thinking that um, you know, they always bitch about um, what's it called that it goes over the time that the, the, and this takes up time. But Dan, by the way, the Oscar started seven this year uh, Eastern time, so it is uh, starting an hour earlier. It's starting so, earlier, uh, and for and for us in the UK, because the clocks change on Saturday, the ninth, going into Sunday, the tenth of March. Um, in America, not in the UK, the, the clocks don't change until the thirty first of March in the UK. So that means our, our gap between Eastern and, and GMT is going to go down to four hours. So when it starts at seven PM your time, it's going to be eleven PM our time. Which is two hours earlier than what we used to for the Oscars. It normally starts at one a.m. It did start at midnight last year, but it's normally one a.m. UK time that the Oscars actually starts. So, um, so yeah, the fact it's going to be eleven p.m. this year will be a, a novel change. Um, probably. Uh, oh, I, I didn't realize it was in your favor. So sorry, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. They're, they're still inconsiderate that they can't do it up during my bedtime hours of seven o'clock in the. Uh, <laughs> in the evening, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of um, the categories you love so much and the, uh, the, 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 the short, speaking of bedtime, no, speaking of documentary shorts or live action shorts or whatever, the, uh, the, the next yeah, documentary short was the next category announced. Here are the nominees for best documentary short film. The ABCs of book banning. The Barber of Little Rock. Island in Between, The Last Repair Shop, and Nai Nai and Waipo. Bravo, not, Kimmy. Nai Nai, Waipo. Not gonna lie, I thought Kim said something else on the first one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kimmy says woo, and not because of documentary short. Uh, I, I know Kimmy is wooing at the fact that the Oscars are going to start at 11 p.m. because. Kimmy, much like yourself, Daniel, is a bit more of a night, uh, not a night owl, an early bird rather, uh, you know, early to bed bird. And, and, and um, yeah, the, the, the late nights um, are less favorable to Kim. So, uh, so yeah, um, she'll be happy very much so with that 11 p.m. start. 
So, um, yeah, I can't say I've seen any of these documentary shorts. I can't say I know anything about them. I will try and watch as many of them as I can. I do like to see them, um, and some of them are quite interesting subjects uh, I've found over the years. Some of them, not so much, you, but you know, yeah, they're always. You could knock these out in like them. three hours, like if they're if they're oh, yeah. you actually see yeah. them on Netflix or HBO or something. It's it's actually kind of cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Too so much, yeah, some so. some some of them last like forty minutes. Some of them last much less than that some of them maybe sort of only yeah. 15 20 minutes so uh yeah yeah i'll uh, i'll try and watch as many of them as i can but i can't see i i know of any of them what about you guys Are you familiar with Don't any know. of them i haven't heard of any of them i was kind of joking island in between that is what we are just just That's the puppy like <laughs> so like islands in move it on move it on please the next category and this one did throw up a couple of surprises so here we go let's do it here are the nominees for best international feature film io capitano italy perfect days japan society of the snow spain the teacher's lounge germany and the Zone of Interest, United Kingdom. I am, dying to, I am dying to see Perfect Days. I've seen trailers for it whenever I go see movies. It looks okay. fantastic. I hope it wins it. But, oh my God, am I pissed off that a couple films were snubbed here. First of uh, all, a couple, a couple of Godzilla snubbed, minus yeah. one. Right off the bat. How are you going to give Past Lives a Best Picture nomination, but not international? And you can say Boy exactly Sleep. the same. I don't, know so, if you, and, I don't know if any of you have heard about the film called Rice Boy Sleeps. That no. deserved a nomination for sure in this category. And Anatomy of a Fall. Yes. Yeah, exa yeah, exactly. Anatomy of a Fall. Like, what the yeah. hell are we doing here? Already won Golden Globes um, and Critics' Choices and um, and completely snubbed in this category or completely overlooked. Yeah. Unless there was any reason that they weren't submitted by their countries, you know, like, unless they weren't eligible for whatever reason. You know, that's the only thing I can think of because, uh, and I've not looked too much into that yet um, with it having only been a few hours ago, but I was extremely surprised. At, like, um, when it came to film not in the English language for the for the Golden Globes, Anatomy Before won that. Uh, when it came to Critics' Choice, Anatomy Before won it. To see it not in this category here for international feature is a huge, huge surprise. I, I understand why Rice Boy Sleeps wasn't nominated now. It, it's it's technically counted as a 2022 film. Okay. Okay. I, I revoke my anger on that one, but my anger <laughs> remains. Didn't get nominated last year. <laughs> Are you uh, are you familiar with any of these ones, Dan? Or no, you know I no. I nominated uh, Dan's wedding video and it just didn't they didn't accept it. So yeah, <laughs> um, that'd have been awesome, right, Dan? It probably needs a bit more editing and polishing, a little more know, editing. So. Yeah, more yeah. editing. It's had enough editing. Yeah, just trust me. <laughs> so so make make Dan and Hannah pop up four times at the end like a shattered <laughs> shattered. Mirror and but then you know, in the, at the end of the video, we're all gonna go, yeah, like what you did 20 minutes ago. My god, by the way, that hurt massively because you, it you took pretty much just because, you just you just come at the frogging, you 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 have to speed it up. So, obviously, I had to do that for quite a, a, a while to, to get enough footage to do that. Um, and 
physically it was really quite demanding so, <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah. i can't wait does I, I can't wait to make someone else multiverse next year um you know so no just, no just... next year we're gonna get blown up by an atomic bomb okay next year <laughs> wow so yeah well no it's oppenheimer it, if oppenheimer takes best picture so whatever whatever is best picture we'll we'll do something to do with that next year so so um yeah i can't say i'm massively familiar with many of these um international features i know zone of interest is talked up a lot um it has been before award season started before the golden globes even started zone of interest was being talked up um and the fact that um kim, yeah sorry yeah kimmy says uh it was it was hilarious in real time yeah um maybe one day i'll show the outtakes from from me filming yeah, the the, yeah. the multiverse jo- jump um but yeah um yeah, uh, what was I saying? Zone of Interest, I think, now stands a very good chance with Anatomy of a Fall um, not being there. Uh, Society of the Snow as well from Spain, two nominations because it was nominated in one of the other categories as well. So, um, so yeah, that'd be that'd be interesting. I think they're going to be the front runners just because they're nominated in more than one category. So, um, but I think Zone of Interest is probably the front runner, if I'm being honest, for international feature. Um, I want, I'll get to why in a bit, other than the fact that it was talked up beforehand. But the next category. Here are the nominees for Best Animated Feature Film. The Boy and the Heron. Elemental. Nimona. Robot Dreams. And Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Two snubs there's, here. There's one winner here. There's one winner here, but there were two snubs. Mario, the Super Mario Bros. Yep. movie should have been nominated. Yep, yep. I agree. Mar- Very, Mario I agree. not being in there is a huge snub. Yep. And then the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. That was okay. done so well. Um, yeah. Like, it, it had the style of Spider-Verse, but they didn't overwork their animators like Spider-Verse did. It was really yeah. good. Yeah. And like honestly, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was done very well, and this one hundred percent should have been nominated here. Like it had I'm, the Spider Verse style, kind of right? Yeah, like, it had oh. it had the Spider Verse style, but it was different enough to where it is it is its own film, like as far as animation goes. I'm just yeah, I'm just saying animation look wise. One hundred percent. We know the Boy and the Heron won um, Golden Globe, so who knows? Boy yeah, won, yeah, the Boy and the, the, the Heron won Golden Globe, and I think it's gonna. I think it's. I would have no backed Spider Verse, but I think the boy in the heron has obviously uh, shifted my opinion on that. So yeah, um, it's it's a no brainer. The boy in the heron is going to win this one. I yeah, see yeah. that easy. Yeah. yeah. Um, have you guys seen Boy in the Heron yet? Not, Not yet. It. No. It, no. It's 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 pretty good. List. Um, watch the English dub version. Um, it's just they have a, such a stacked voice acting English cast. Mark Hamill, Robert Pattinson. Um, hmm. Oh well, yeah. Just there's so many big names. I'm drawing a blank on them at this current That's moment okay. because well, we're gonna be have we have more shows. We do have more shows, but the uh, the next category uh, that was announced was here are the nominees for achievement in production design: Barbie, Killers of the Flower Moon. Napoleon, 
Oppenheimer. Poor things. I think this might be the toughest category for me. Yeah, me too. I, my my first initial thought was they'll give it to Barbie just because I don't think Barbie's going to do that well. So they'll give it to like stuff like this, but who knows? Like, or Oppenheimer will just sweep and do things. But poor poor things looks like it could win for that too. I know, it's tough. You're right. Just the set design on poor things, the set design on killers, the set design on Oppenheimer, the set design on Barbie, all are spec. They're all spectacularly done. Like yeah. Like just even like Dream uh, Barbie Dreamland, I think it's called it's what it's called or Barbie Landers, whatever. Uh, I, I forget; it's been forever since I've seen the film. Just the design of that is fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Like yeah, a tough yeah. one. Definitely yeah, it's tough a very one. We tough. Could debate this for a long time. So. Yeah, I think uh, it'll be interesting to see where that goes. I do, I do agree. It's a, it's a tough category um, from from what I've seen so far. Um, Dan, thoughts? Napoleon, any chance? I'd see Napoleon too. I like, no. like it, it's a Napoleon might be an unexpected one here. No, I don't see it at all. You know what I think is like, especially like categories like this. It's a sweet. It's whatever gets the most nominations will win that. Or, or like I said, the opposite direction. If they feel bad for a movie, they'll throw that at that. It's like it's a weird category. It, it's it's yeah. for me. I think it's probably going to be Oppenheimer. I if I, look if it goes to Barbie, then, uh, things, dues, yeah. because I feel like that's the only thing that Barbie really should win, um, which is the like you said the Barbie Dreamland like set piece. Like the actual set was very very well done, but that's the only thing it should win. Yeah, interesting. Give me full screen, Adam, please. Give Robert full screen. Twenty twenty four. I think Oppenheimer will sweep. There you go. There's your. There's your. Oppenheimer is so. going to sweep. There's. There's no. There's no prediction there. There's no it, other competition. <laughs> there's no, like yes, there's other competition, but what, what Oppenheimer has been able to achieve, it's. Listen, it's going to be this year's everything over all at once. It's going to be this year's um, Dune. I don't see another film sweeping like it, it's going to this year, like. Like, um, Power of the Dog got the most nominations a couple of years ago, but it didn't deserve any of the nominations. Like, it, it didn't deserve any of the wins. Nope. Like, that this is a film garbage. that... This is Christopher Nolan's year. Yeah. Like like oh, yeah. Dan said right in the beginning, this bad selection of movies this year. Bad. Bad, bad selection. There's another soundbite. There we go. That's uh, that's the first marker I've created as well. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, could I even do that or it's you? Uh, no, it's, I think it's just me. I think so, that's yeah. just you. Yeah, true. Yeah, just me. So, but uh, there we go. I've created a market for that. So, um, twenty twenty four, bad, bad year of the movies. I so, yeah, twenty twenty four. Like I know I said it earlier, but twenty twenty four, I don't see many films taking nominations at the Oscars this upcoming year. Um, that's why Dune Two is coming out this year. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what though, yeah. like, like it's right, because of the pandemic, which was so lame. You know, they held off the movies. They held Adam. I'm thinking, like, I'm pretty like it's stupid. I'm even saying this, but they held back the movies because of the writer strike and the actor strike. The they pushed. They're going to push a lot of films to 2025. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, next year could be interesting to see how uh, you know whether we're faced with slim pickings again or what. So um, 
So yeah, so the next category to be announced was... Here are the nominees for Achievement in Film Editing. Anatomy of a Fall. The Holdovers. Killers of the Flower Moon. Oppenheimer. And Poor Things. I, I want Poor Things to take this one, but it's not going to. I nope. think I can see where this category is going to go, um, you know. But uh, yeah, I I agree. It'd be nice to see something it to go elsewhere. But I I, I strongly suspect Oppenheimer's going to take that one. Yeah, one hundred percent. Oppenheimer's taking it. Do you think Christopher Nolan's already counting how much money he has and he's how much he's got? <laughs> <laughs> he's probably sitting in his chair watching our stream right now. He's like, "Yep, they know their stuff. Yeah. <laughs> They're right." Yeah, I think Christopher Nolan, like you know, for Film uh, buffs and film geeks, everyone knows him, but he's not. Re- I don't. Is he really a household name? Like, I don't think he, it matters. I think this yeah, is going to yeah, be his Nolan. year. He, no. did, he did Inception. You know, he's done yeah, the Dark Knight trilogy. Film geeks, film geek. But no, I think this no, is I mean, even, his big even like, breakthrough. Even regular people, like my dad, is not a film guy. He is not a film bro by any means. He knows Christopher Nolan like easily, like. Dark Knight okay. trilogy because he's just done so much. Interstellar, Inception, Dark Dunkirk. Knight trilogy, Dunkirk, Dunkirk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Tenant. Yeah, exactly. Tenant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just wonder if in any of the categories or if but there's any due. chance that that Nolan is is going to be riding the crest of a wave right now from the Globes and the and the Critics' Choice, but has Oppenheimer gone early? You know, or is it going to be everything everywhere all at once where it swept everything? Or is it? Has it gone early? Is it going to do what nineteen seventeen did and sort of and like you know Sam Mendes was expecting the win, and then it all went to Parasite at the end. So uh, who knows? Who knows? Why is release a movie so early? I'm sorry, Adam. Why release a movie so early when it's you know such a like Oscar darling? You know, don't Dave? Isn't Oscar darling typically released in December or November? Mo- most of the successful films typically go later in the year, sort of November, December sort of time, but. Everything Everywhere All at Once did break that trend last year. There was there was um, some big films that were released earlier last year. I think Everything was. Everywhere was April last April, year. April, so, yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah, so, it was released uh, the so, same time as the other multiverse film, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. That's why. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. So so there we go. But yes, I do think, um, I do think Oppenheimer will take the editing category. Um, similarly to editing, the next category was... Here are the nominees for Achievement in Sound. The Creator. Maestro. Mission Impossible. Dead Reckoning Part 1. Oppenheimer. The Zone of Interest. Oppenheimer. You think Oppenheimer? Who's questioning that? Not me. Yeah. Should Um, I throw a curveball? Even though I didn't really like the movie. You think in Mission Go. Impossible? No. Nope. He's going to say Maestro. And I hated Maestro, yeah. by the way. I hated yeah. Maestro. Maestro being a music film will be in with the running. Uh, it's always war films and music films that go go, go to the sound, um, or the sound award goes to, rather. So, um, so yes, you're like absolutely it, right. Maestro will, be, Maestro will be in the running, um, absolutely. But Oppenheimer, I think, is um, 
being talked up massively. So, so um, I could Rob, I could rant from Maestro about three hours, but I'm not. So <laughs> <laughs> it looked great. The acting was great. There was zero, like, I don't know who it's a, I think it's Brandon would say it was an AI generated script. It was just terrible. I'd rather Oof. sit through Maestro than watch Barbie again. Oof. That's bad. I, like, I haven't even sat down and watched Wish, but from the clips I've seen, from the script, I've, like, from people like talking about the film to the summary I've read, 100% willing to bet you, we're, they were a test audience for AI. That's crazy. AI-generated film. Obviously, the voice cast showed up, but no, I don't. I don't see. Um, I don't see why people love Wish. Not I don't know people. anyone who loves Wish. No one, not a lot of people. No, I, no I, I've, <laughs> I've, I've seen who people who love Wish. Like there are some people who saw it like three well, or four times. I'm gonna watch it this weekend. I'll let you know. So, yeah, okay, make your money. I know Dan's running low on, on time, video. so we'll, we'll yeah, jump let's to the go. next category. We'll jump Thanks, to the next Dan. category, which was. Thank you. Here are the nominees for Achievement in Visual Effects. The Creator. Godzilla, Minus One. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part 1. And Napoleon. Needs to go to Godzilla minus one. That's your preference, I'm guessing. That's my preference. I see I could totally see Guardians three taking this though, because yeah. James Gunn like has been posting so many different like screen tests and stuff for um I forget the the otter's name. Um, they posted one for Rocket for Teeth. Um, I am forgetting the, the the otter's name. What is her name? In Guardians Three, um, I can't remember. Uh, 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 Augustus. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why am I Lily Lila the Otter? L I L L Lila. Okay, sorry. Rocket Teeth's floor. Okay, so yeah, Lila. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, Guardians or Mission Impossible, I think, you know, could possibly cause an upset there, but yeah. Well, maybe not even an upset. They're, they're in the running. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, who else was in that category? Um, Godzilla, you said, wasn't there? Godzilla, um, um, Mission Impossible. Uh, I'm the drawing. creator, Napoleon, Napoleon. The, cre- the, the creator, creator and... Napoleon. Yeah, Napoleon. That's right. Yeah, the, the creator. I can Wonka potentially see taking an upset here. Why can't Wonka be nominated for visual effects? Because it, it wasn't Wonka... good for not visual effects. But is Wonka going to be nominated next year? You know, it's it's, uh, it's it, had it, nothing this year. So is it no, is it going to be nominated next year? Does it fall into next year's category? It, I think it's no, a 2023 film. It's a definitely oh, it? a 2023 okay. film. Yeah. It came out Christmas. Yeah, I know. Just. There wasn't anything too long, like especially the CGI. Like, geez, the Hugh Grant as the Oompa Loompa, he looked terrible. He says nice things about you, Brandon. Next guy. <laughs> he, he didn't even like the movie. He didn't even like the movie he did. He in all the interviews, he like completely dissed the film. Was there holes in the movie? Yes, but I thought it visually looked cool. But... 
Anyway, we, we, we digress. Um, there's one more technical award and then the four big ones. So the last technical award go. is... Here are the nominees for Achievement in Cinematography. El Conde. Killers of the Flower Moon. Maestro. Oppenheimer. And Poor Things. It's, it's going to be either Oppenheimer or Poor Things. I agree. You know, I thought the commercial for Oppenheimer was better than Maestro. So, I think Oppenheimer's done well with the um, with the cinematography. I've not seen it yet, but I'm looking forward to seeing what the cinematography is like in Maestro because basically, what you what you told me about it, Rob, it does sound like it was very well thought out. You know, so uh, so it'll be interesting to see how they did that with the um, you know shooting it period by period and the and the cinematography changes along that way. I, I like I like the. Uh, the, the thought process going into that so um so it sounds great on paper it sounds like a potential winner on paper really but you know it's it's where the the execution's there as well so. yes we'll see um dan thoughts uh my thought is just gonna be the same for this one and the next four last four <laughs> you know like i said christopher nolan is going to be very much eating the best steak wagyu beef steak for the next five years um because he's going to be pretty much bathing in money he's gonna be like scrooge mcduck of the world of cinema because oppenheimer is going to take it all yeah i I know um, yeah and uh that's pretty sad but like i said at the start like when i joined like you know the films this year have just not been good. They just mm. haven't. You know, I, yeah. I, you know, going back a couple of years ago, when you had films like Parasite, Green Book, um, they those films were just so much better than what we've got today. And maybe yeah, for because sure. maybe the maybe the um, the sites of uh, the, the sorry the um, the, um, the strikes and things, but like I just feel that the this year was just pretty. Or in terms of cinema, I just did not slim pickings. Uh, it's very slim pickings. Like Oppenheimer was the only awesome. decent film, and like if you look at all of Christopher Nolan's films, I wouldn't even put it in the top five best Christopher Nolan crazy. films. Oh, wow. um, I disagree. Yeah, Brandon well, thinks I, yeah, I, I, one hundred percent disagree there. Whatever I think of this movie, I think of Brandon. It's definitely not in the top three. I do. Oh, I also disagree. What Inception, me... Dark Knight, and Dunkirk? No. No, for me, it's Interstellar, um, Inception, and Oppenheimer. There we go. There we go. Interesting debate. Interstellar is his best film. I prefer Tenant over Oppenheimer. I, I hated Interstellar. <laughs> what? Yes. It was terrible. I hated, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't I like hated it Interstellar. I didn't like it either. Um, I, like. I haven't seen any of them. British it had thing so have. much. It had whoa, so whoa, much. Don't throw, promise. don't throw the That's race British card thing. In. You guys I think it's just I didn't like where the story went. Um, like you know, I, I haven't seen. Was the third act was just like 
I remember sitting there, and when it when it finished, I was like, "That's three hours of never getting back." And the the funny thing is, that particular year, because it was an Oscar nominated film, I I deliberately saved Interstellar for last because it was the film I was looking forward to seeing the most, and I watched it on on the Oscars Sunday, and I was just like, at the end, I was like, "I just, I want to give up now." <laughs> I was so fed up. You can't say the greatest comic book film ever made, The Dark Knight, is worse than Interstellar. I just, I just can't, I can't, and even Dunkirk, like Dunkirk was unbelievable, like the way they made Dunkirk, like it was so good. Dunkirk was very, very good. Dunkirk was very good. I've not seen Oppenheimer yet, so note, I before, can't. Before, before, before Brandon kicks me out, I'm probably going to make my adieus. <laughs> yeah, um, you've got to. I know you've got to run down. Uh, we've, yeah. we've got the big four uh, left, of just which Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer is in. For all, just put me on Oppenheimer for all of them. Just. I don't know if that applies to actress. I can't remember. Uh, actress will be um, who was the girl in uh, Killers? No, was it Killers? Yeah, you've no. got Lil, you've got Lily Gladstone in Killers, That's but you've also got no, no, it's not. It's Emma Stone who I was thinking of. I was going to say you got Emma Stone as well in Poor Things. Emma, so, Sto- yeah, Emma Stone's going to win. That's the going actress. to be a tough category. Emma Stone's going to yes. win. Yes, Downey Jr.'s. Uh, no, sorry, I'm leading actor will be um, Killian Murphy and director and um, thingy thingy. Picture, film picture. So yeah, we'll we'll discuss those in more detail. But yeah, those those are Dan's current thoughts. I know you've got to drop out, buddy. So uh, thank you so much for. For being Love here, you, brother. Um, I'm going to go and watch um, all the best Christopher Nolan films it's ever interstellar now. Nice. <laughs> so, um, we do have more award season streams coming up. I'll be so back. Hopefully, Dan will be with us on those. I yes, will be back. You will. Awesome. Good to hear, Dan. So good to see you. We'll catch you soon. Um, Feel better yeah. with your fingers. Just a finger. Yes, and hope I'll your fingers are feeling better soon. Yeah. Don't need it. Bye. Cheers, Dan. So, I don't know how he broke those fingers. I broke them because he doesn't like interstellar. so uh yeah so that was um cinematography we've just covered so we are down to the big four uh awards so the first of those announced for the nominees this year was here are the nominees for performance by an actor in a leading role bradley cooper for maestro Coleman Domingo for Rustin. Paul Giamatti for The Holdovers. Killian Murphy for Oppenheimer. And Jeffrey Wright for American Fiction. Killian Murphy. Uh, yeah, I, I know you're feeling mm-hmm. Killian Murphy, and, and he. It's, it's, it's going to be interesting because uh, Killian Murphy has obviously taken um, the Golden Globe and the Critics' Choice for performance by an actor in a drama. Paul Giamatti has taken the Golden Globe and the Critics' Choice for performance by an actor in a uh, comedy slash musical. So it'll be interesting because they've both taken two awards each so far. So uh, so while my head at the moment says Killian Murphy, it's I don't think it's necessarily a foregone conclusion. I think um, I think there's plenty of time for that race to, to hop up a little bit between those two. Yep. We'll have to um, see. Yeah, uh, I don't know so much about Bradley Cooper um, based on what I've heard from the uh, from Maestro, and then um, you've got obviously uh, Jeffrey Wright, um, and you've got um, oh, apologies, who was the um, who was the actor in a leading role? Um, 
uh, Coleman Domingo as well from Rustin. So Jeffrey Wright from American Fiction. I can't say I know anything about their performances so far. So, um, yeah. Um, I know you, you're saying Killian Murphy, uh, Killian Murphy there, Brandon. What, what about you, Rob? Yeah, it's. I don't know. It's. I think it's a two-person race. I, I want. I want Paul Giamatti to win it, yeah. like easily. But it's going to go to Killian Murphy. Yeah, I think so. Well, you know, it's weird. Like I just see see that trend where like where a movie sweeps, it doesn't sweep like best actor. Sometimes you know, like I don't know. It's just it's because he's got the Critics' Choice and the Golden Globe. Obviously, Paul Giamatti did as well for uh, musical comedy, but. I told I this this is I see it as going to Killian Murphy. Yeah, I, I got to think about it. Probably I, I would lean towards that. Of betting yeah, that's that's where my head is at the moment. Although um, although like I said, there's there's plenty of award season still to go, and and mm-hmm. and um, momentum does does swing and shift sometimes. So, um, but yeah, sticking with the acting categories, the uh, next award or the next nominees announced uh, are. <laughs> Here are the nominees for performance by an actress in a leading role. Annette Benning from Nyad. Lily Gladstone for Killers of the Flower Moon. Sandra Hula from Anatomy of a Fall. Kerry Mulligan from Maestro. And Emma Stone for Poor Things. It's gonna be a tough battle between Lily and Lily Emma, and Emma, for which sure. again are the Globes and Critics Choice winners in their respective categories. Yeah. So, um, so Two yeah, person um, race again. Yep. A a surprising snub there, Margaret <clears throat> Robbie, completely overlooked. Um, so Margaret Robbie was nominated uh, at, at the Globes and was nominated at the Critics Choice, but um, but overlooked here. I think I think a lot of people were expecting Margaret Robbie to get nominated here. So um, so that one was. Uh, a surprise. I want to be uh, honest. I, There's a huge surprise, uh, at least for a film, that I ex- totally expected to get nominated in different categories, and it didn't. A film called A Thousand and One. Okay. I don't know if any of you guys have seen that, but it's a struggling but apologetic, unapologetically living on her own terms. Inez is moving from shelter to shelter in mid-1990s New York City with her six-year-old son Terry in foster care and unable to leave him again. She kidnaps him so they can build their life together. As the, uh, as the years go by, their family grows, and Terry becomes a smart, quiet teenager, but the, the, the secret that has defined their lives threatened to destroy the home they have so improbably built. Fantastic film. And uh, Tayana Taylor, who plays um, Inez, she 100% deserved a Best Actress nod. Like, I don't know if you... like. I don't. I don't know if you guys even heard of this film, but oh my god, her performance in this film is fantastic. I haven't, but I'll, I'll uh, I can't say. I can't say I've heard of it. So, uh, but I will. I will check it out. But yeah, um, it's it's such a tough one, isn't it? And, and we, were, I think I touched on this earlier. When you look at the Globes and the Critics' Choice Awards, you have ten actors for you know each category because of because they split it into two segments into into drama or into comedy musical and you are condensing it down to five so there are always going to be multiple snubs um you know pe- people people looking out there we we didn't mention um discussing the leading actor 
nominees just that Leo DiCaprio was overlooked as well. So, mm. um, you know, from Killers of the Flower Moon. So, um, so yeah, um, some big surprises, I think. Yeah, for um, sure. But yeah, I think at the moment, I think Emma Stone is possibly just out in front. Um, yeah, um, though Lily Gladstone, I think, will give her competition. Kerry Mulligan has been talked up for her performance in um, in Maestro. That's she um, was really good in the movie. Just yeah, wish there that's was a movie heard, there. Yeah. Wish there was a movie uh, there for her. So. Yeah, um, I think Annette Benning is the uh, is the surprise inclusion there. Um, uh, Sandra Hewler uh, was also. Um, nominated um in the critic choice and in the um, golden globes um from anatomy of a fall but i think um annette benning for for naiad is the is the surprise inclusion um maybe at margot robbie's expense like we say so um so yeah the uh, penultimate category announced was here are the nominees for achievement in directing Justine Trier for Anatomy of a Fall. Martin Scorsese for Killers of the Flower Moon. Christopher Nolan for Oppenheimer. Yorgos Lanthimos for Poor Things. And Jonathan Glazer for The Zone of Interest. Christopher Nolan. I think Nolan is way out in front. Um, yeah. This is finally yeah. his year. Like every year that a Nolan film has come out, that he's worthy of a of a directing uh, nominate or directing win. Some other film has come in and taken it. This is his year to get it. I say, Christopher Nolan. <laughs> See Dan, checked in. So. Christopher yeah, Nolan. Yeah, yeah. Christopher <laughs> Nolan. Um, <laughs> it's his yeah. <laughs> I think Christopher Nolan. No, no. <laughs> Barbie sucked. <laughs> uh, Barbie is just the worst movie I've ever seen. Wait, wait, go ahead. Wait. I'll, I'll do the animation. You do the voice. Yeah, you, you went a little bit go Dick go Van Dyke. Ready? Uh, with, ready uh, go. Do it, Brady. Good. I I don't know. Barbie just wasn't was not good at all. It 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 was one of the worst movies. War, I can't do it. I, it's I started, good though. I started off strong and then I'm like, okay, I'm dying out here. See, so you leave, we mess with you, Dad. See? <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's funny. <laughs> we love Dad. Thanks for coming on, Dad. It was good to see you. But yeah, come on. I just. I don't think there's much discussion here in a lot of this stuff. Yeah, I, I, he's, he's yeah, I think so I, far out in front. I think Nolan is massively, massively out in front. Um, I think. Yogos maybe could have um, stood a chance in a different year if uh, if Nolan wasn't so far uh, far out in front. Uh, I think Yogos Lantimos uh, for Poor Things would have been in the running, and um, I think uh, Justine Trier as well. Um, you know, um, has has got a lot of support behind her, but um, but I just think she's just not in the running, unfortunately. Again, like I say, because Nolan Nolan is uh, is so far out ahead. Yeah, as the, things the, stand. It's so funny, like Martin Scorsese's there. We didn't even mention him. Yeah, Scorsese. <laughs> uh, Scorsese, the most uh, nominated um, living director now, isn't he? Mm-hmm. He, uh, he was tied with Spielberg on nine. Uh, obviously, Spielberg not nominated this year. Uh, Spielberg caught Scorsese last year with the Fablemans, but uh, yeah. Scorsese's 
Moved one ahead again. That's his 10th nomination. He is the most nominated living director. Not the most nominated director, because that goes to William Wyler, who who, who had 12 nominations in total. But, um, yeah. but yeah, he... Uh, He's obviously no longer with us. So I love Scorsese. So. I love you know, everyone knows I love Spielberg, but it just they, they don't they don't get the love the last you know yeah a long time. I don't even know how long. But. I yeah. just I, yeah just for me like if um, if Nolan didn't release Oppenheimer this year, it would have been between Scorsese and um, I keep forgetting how to pronounce his name from Four Things. But, Yogas. Yogas, yes. Yogurt. But yeah, it would have totally been between them two. But like, I think what sets Nolan out from the rest this year is Nolan's decision not to use CGI on any of us, on any second of the film. Nice. It was all practical effects, like even down to the bomb explosion. Wow. Practical. What? You didn't know that? There's a bomb explosion? Oh. <laughs> I thought you were more talking about the whole no CGI thing, but yeah, no the the bomb explosions and every single like effect that's in the movie is all practical. That's crazy. Wow, wow. that is cool. That is cool. Moving on, let's do. So this. the last category announced, obviously the big one. Uh, always they always save this one to last, and that is four. <laughs> Here are the nominees for Best Picture. American Fiction. Anatomy of a Fall. Barbie. The Holdovers. Killers of the Flower Moon. Maestro. Oppenheimer. Past Lives. Poor Things. And The Zone of Interest. Oppenheimer. Yeah, I think I think that's likely. I think the zone of interest being included at the end there suggests that's going to take best international feature. Um, quite often, we've seen uh, in the last few years that an international feature nominee has crept into the best picture category. Um, it's only won once, which uh, it's only won best picture once, which was when Parasite won it. But uh, but usually whichever is nominated for both of those awards takes the international feature at least. So um, so I do see zone of interest taking the international feature because of that. Um, but yes, I think you're right. I think at the moment there's a lot of love for poor things, but uh, and in in a different year that that could have stood a chance. But I do think Oppenheimer is um, is this year's one that seems to be running away with things at the moment. Uh, yeah. Oppenheimer is certainly this year's everything everywhere all at once. As things stand. Like I say, it could do everything everywhere all at once and, and just take everything because it's technically brilliant. It could do a 1917 and there could be a momentum shift. It's still, you know, there's still 47 more days to go. But, um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see but how the counting? race goes. Who's counting? Well, there we go. Are you counting, Rob? I don't have to. You told me 47 days to go. <laughs> so, real quick, though, like best picture and director, like, um, that always goes hand in hand, right? That's been Not the case entirely. for nearly always. Um, obviously, when it came to the power of the dog, um, the, uh, that you know, but power of the dog took best director, but did not take best picture because Coda took best picture. Um, right. There was, and that power is a typical dog. one. That is one where power of the dog was much like Oppenheimer sweeping award season, 
and like 1917 uh, sweeping awards season. But there was a momentum shift at the end where Coda got an, uh, got a huge push towards the end mm. and uh, and and took it based on it being a feel good as well. I think so. Um, but yeah, um, it'll be interesting to see if one of these best picture contenders can take a fight to Oppenheimer. I'm not sure one will. I do. I do think there may be a um, you know this this may be a lock already for Oppenheimer, but. I would love to see something give it a bit of a run for its money, um, you know, just to make it a bit more interesting. If nothing else, you know, there's it, it, there's not a greater thing than when you have uh, a best picture um, contender come up and it's not already locked in. I think, um, you know, when Parasite took it from 1917, or when um, Moonlight took it from La La Land, you know, uh, those are moments that I think, you know, caused an absolute shock at the end of the night and. And um, and it was always great to see, you know. Whereas the last few years, I think we've had locks. We had a lock on everything, everywhere all at once. We had a lock on uh, Nomadland, you know, things like that, you know. So I, I do think it'd be interesting to see if we can if we can get a bit of a, a, a two or three horse race. I think that would be mm. much better for the entertainment of the Academy Awards. But what I dare say in, in the past, like when I say in the past, maybe ten years and below that, the Oscars were very unpredictable, but. To me, the last five, six years, which you kind of just said, Adam, they're just very predictable. Yeah, I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any surprises this year. I don't know. That's me. Twenty twenty four year of no surprises at the Oscars. It, it, for honestly, it's, it's less of a year of no surprises, and I think it's this is this year is more of a year of more surprise. It's it's still surprises, but it's more of a surprise of what didn't make it in. I, yeah, exactly. I think um, I think the fact that yeah we, we talked about the acting snubs for like Margot Robbie and Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, Leo DiCaprio. Yep, yeah. we we didn't mention the directing snub for Greta Gerwig there. So Greta Gerwig yeah. didn't get yeah. So so um, again, no no women directors this year, which which happened last year, um, which is a huge shame. I think uh, I think a lot of people probably expected Greta Gerwig to get a nomination for Barbie, um, and like like Dan uh, sorry like Brandon said. Um, Saltburn completely overlooked. You know, it was talked up so much. It's there's there's been so much hype. It's it's been riding such a hype train. Saltburn. Um, it got nominated at the Globes. It got nominated at the Critics' Choice. It has not been nominated for anything at the Academy Awards, which I think is a huge shock. So, Barbie, fooey, fooey. Sorry. You know, Dead you know what's the biggest surprise for me though? Like as far as watching Saltburn. I, I told myself, I'm like, okay, I don't see myself watching this movie. Just there were a lot of, like, I heard a lot about, like, a lot of weird, like, sexual-related things to this film. Like, I don't know. I don't think I'll watch this. And then it starts getting hype. I'm like, I still don't think I'm going to watch it. And then my friends are like, oh, my God. I fully expected to hate this film. I ended up loving it. I'm like, all right, let me sit down and watch it. It was actually pretty good. Um Yeah. Obviously, that's a, there that's is a, a Prime of... video, right? Amazon Prime. Mm. Yes, 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 it is. Um, and yeah, just the, the more I thought about it, I'm like, okay, I can see why this is getting love. Complete surprise for me. Um, yeah. Barry Keegan, man, like, I'm surprised Barry Keegan did not get a Best Actor nomination. Uh, yes, yeah, because he again Barry Keoghan was was nominated, obviously um, again uh, in the Critics' Choice and the Golden Globes. Um, 
Banshees yeah. Inner Sheen guy, that guy. Uh, yeah, Banshees of Inner Sheen. Yeah, um, he he won the BAFTA, didn't he? Um, for Banshees of Inner Sheen. So, um, so yeah, Barry mm-hmm. Keoghan. Um, uh, he nearly lost an arm as well, didn't he? I think. Well, uh, that's what you're telling we me. Were ta- yeah, we were talking about the other week. So, uh, so yeah, he n- nearly lost an arm, um, and and he's unfortunately lost out on the Oscars uh, race. Yes, Rob. Oh, thank you, sir. Uh, okay, so Adam, what was the minimum amount of pictures nominated in the past, like in the heyday? Six. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it uh, one point it was five, but yeah. I wow. Think, yeah, uh, yeah right. then, then they made it anywhere between. Wait, hold on. That, that's all I needed. So one yeah, second. So pick. I, I would say five. Pick five. Pick the best five, uh, Adam. Go ahead. They get out of here. Uh, wanna, from the best picture. From, from the best that. picture category. Ten's too many there. To be honest with you. Uh, Quick! Who, say, face, who says you, ten, who says ten's too heavy? Like I know you be, hate on like every no, I know, year you, but you, I think you, it's stupid. I, I don't think there needs to be so. ten movies in there. I just Are you don't. Remove so five. Keep in mind, Adam hasn't seen any of these. Just based on hype and the awards, and you know, based just, on hype. Yeah, based yeah, of course, hype. yeah, because uh, you haven't seen Oppen- any. <laughs> Oppenheimer. And, wait, time out. Then I'm going to ask you that after you've seen them all. So, and same thing with Brandon too. Okay, so but Brandon has seen most of them. With the keep. Yeah, Oppenheimer obviously is number one. So, um, four more. Four things. Four things. I would pick four things as well. Killers of the Flower Moon. I would pick that as well. That's three. The last two are harder, but. Um. I would say holdovers in there. Be honest with you. Holdovers. That my that would be my fourth. Maybe yeah, maybe maybe the holdovers from what I've heard. Past lives and, and well, Probably I don't know because because I don't I can't say I know anything about past lives, so I can't you know we don't I, know anything about any a lot of these movies. Yeah, though, so. yeah, um, you know, before I knew anything about any of them, I'd maybe say Barbie just because just because of the amount of hype it's been on. But you know, um, but always yeah, like we'll never ever as the Academy looked at hey. That movie's made fifty quadrillion dollars. Let's put yeah, it in exactly. the top ten. Never. Well, well, well. This but, is the joke. This is the joke about what the uh, the award that essentially the the Golden Globes made up, and it was an award they considered at the Oscars two or three years ago. Do you remember they were going to make the uh, uh, was it the most popular film award or something like that? And and that would have been Barbie essentially. Um, yeah, hundred percent. In terms of in terms of how it performs in the box office, and the and the Globes did that, and everyone just kind of said it was a meaningless nothing award essentially you know um yeah so uh and and it was the award that you know the only thing barbie could take essentially um so yeah i don't know though that like you're asking me to pick five out of ten that i've not seen any of so you know um yeah right um, that's the that, premise <laughs> yeah that, that's what it would be but i think this is why you you know there's there's nothing wrong with having 10 films in there like you know i know i know you're not a fan of it but that's because every year no regardless of how good the films are you bemoan the films like you did it last year when you had like three of the biggest films of the year in there because you had Avatar and you had and you had Top Gun and uh, I think Elvis like yeah were the three biggest films last year and and you still bemoan the films so, so I, I just uh, that's why I love your opinion because this is what you do you, you they belong you no the but they be, they belong they deserve to belong in there you're right no you can you can yeah. say what you want about me it's fine yeah, yeah no, no. <laughs> it's it's it's, it's, cool. it's funny because it's funny because you you like I know and like. And I, I guess this is the thing, isn't it? Movies or our liking or disliking of them—it's all opinion. Right. It all, it, no, it, I agree. It all counts. It all counts for naught because, like you know, uh, like wh- whichever movie, whichever movies we love or loathe, 
you know, just as much effort went into the the good movies right, as no the bad either. movies. Like, you know, n- nobody sets out to make a terrible movie. You know, right. so so uh, yeah, I think it's great that they're all acknowledged and they're all you know they they all stand a chance to, you know, to 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 be presented in front of their peers and yeah. uh, and and let people that, no. you know talk about them. So yeah, yeah, like Ma- Maestro is typically like this is an this is an Oscar movie. Let's just stick stuff to it, and let's do our best shot at it. You know, that's why it would get yeah. big. You know, the director. You know, Bradley Cooper's loved by people. Like it just, it was just. We'll talk about that further, but you know, and that's I'll be honest with you. And, and back in the days, that's all movies were like that. You know, what would the Oscars like? What would win an Oscar? What and and they would kind of aim towards that to make the movie like. That's how I feel. They would make the yeah. movies Oscar worthy. You know, so. I think they've gotten away from that a lot in the past years, right, Brandon? You think? You agree? For like, just it's not a stereotypical uh, Oscar type movie. Like they kind of got away from that. I feel, but I don't know. Eh. Yeah, okay. You still think it's it's more like that? Okay. So, Brandon, you you kind we kind of heard your choices too. You you added uh, past lives in there too. So yeah, interested to uh, interested to because I'm not. I, you go here in like the next five minutes. I gotta go see American Fiction because it's showing in an hour. <laughs> I gotta um, go too. But dude, I totally see like not having seen American Fiction or Zone of Interest or Anatomy of a Fall. I, I only see this going to Oppenheimer for Best Picture. Like I know we're on a kind of off, yeah, the conversation of that. But yeah, I agree. Oppenheimer done. Twenty twenty four Oppenheimer. Yeah. Soundbite. Boom. We we will <laughs> we will see whether we still Drop feel the, the same. And um, let's have a look. How many? Dude, how wait, many time out. You really think Oppenheimer's not going to win Best Picture right now? Say it now, no, Adam. Wh- Come on. I no, I'm not saying that. I'm, but I'm I'm saying th- there's always a chance. There's always a momentum shift in the Oscars. I'm not saying necessarily it's with Oppenheimer. It could be with one of the acting categories. It could be with one of the technical categories, there's always a momentum shift leading into the Oscars where something that has been sweeping award season early on then struggles afterwards. So, you know, I just think, you know, it'll be interesting to see, um, to see where it goes. You know, we've got seven weeks between now and the Oscars. Yeah. So, so it's interesting. Um, they actually re-released Oppenheimer and like it, I think yeah. that'd make it even stronger. I think so. that's a. Str- I think that's their play. Their play to to you know solidify it um, while it's doing so well, while it's while it's in the public eye because of the the Golden Globes and and the Critics Choice Awards and uh, as the rest of the award season goes on, it's a clever play by them to to keep it in uh, there and and keep people going to see it. And, but now, I mean, the thing is, now the vote is down to members of the Academy. It's not a public vote, so it's not. So. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how how it fares. I'm excited. I'm yeah. always excited. My, my my early stage head says yes. Oppenheimer is going to sweep it, of course. But I the the romanticist in me would love to see <laughs> other films come to the fore and challenge it. You know, just because I I love that underdog storyline, I guess, and I love the. Uh, I love seeing. I love the unknown leading into the Oscars. I, I hate it when Oscars are all locks, you know. So, um, so yeah. If if we, if if a film comes in and challenges it, then that would be great. I'd be all for it. On that note, I think we had a great show, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, appreciate thank it. You guys. This was Good awesome. Job, Adam. Thank you guys. To, I'm, I'm excited to 
reconvene after we watch a bunch of movies. Yep, watch a bunch of movies. I've got um, 53 to try and get watched in 47 days. So we'll Good see luck, buddy. Yeah, I, I don't think I'll get through them all. Um, and like I say, it depends depends on what is actually available yet because some, some things you know get released in different territories at different times. Historically, there's always been one or two things that get released slightly after the Oscars over here. So we'll see how it goes, but I'll watch as many of them as I can. Um, and yeah, we'll go from there. But uh, thank you to everyone in the chat tonight who's come in and joined us. Um, yeah, it was great to, great to do a stream and uh, <laughs> Rob's fireworks are going off again. Uh, great to, you know, get everyone's opinions in the chat as well, you know, from uh, from the movies they've seen this year, as well as the opinions of my good buddies here, uh, Mr. Rob Fuzz. Anything you got going on, Rob? Anything you want to plug? Thanks, pal. You know, like, if you, like, I don't think there's anyone that subscribed to your channel that subscribed to my channel, but we'll be back and forth. I love seeing Adam's land, blowing the dust off. I love your channel, and uh, I'm excited Thanks, for your, this year for you, 2024 is the year of Adam. So excited. Year of Adam and uh, Kimmy, uh, Kimmy Tyson. I'm excited for you guys. So, and uh, so yeah, there's going to be a lot yeah. of stuff. I'm going to promote Adam's Land. Definitely check out this channel if you're coming from my channel or my post. Subscribe. We're going to do a lot of stuff on here. I'm going to be doing a lot of stuff with Adam. And uh, I can't. I love hearing about all your movie watching and all that stuff. So, um, I'm excited. Yeah, check out my channel. You, know, you guys know my channel. So. Yeah, okay. definitely check out. Definitely check out Rob, um, and yeah, like uh, like Rob was just saying, you know, there's a lot going to be coming up on Adam's Land. Uh, just things that um, you know, as we head into the summer and uh, maybe a, a honeymoon that Kim and I will be taking in Florida. Um, I'll, there's a lot of people that I want to make sure I see while I'm in America, and that extends to you two, of course, Brandon and Rob. You know, you mean Mike? If you guys, if you guys can get to Orlando while I'm there, that would be fantastic. But people like Rich, uh, Brandon's Rich on his way now. Donna. So yeah, hey, I'm, I already <laughs> have everything. I'm, I'm not really, but, uh, but I'm yeah, saying like I'm, this week you're going, so which is awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm going this weekend. <laughs> yeah, that's um, right. Not for Disney though, but uh, I mean Disney is part of the plans because we're going to go to the Festival of the Arts. Um, that's and awesome. apparently we're also going to go to Hollywood Studios now because Ashley Eckstein is doing a meet and greet. Um, but we are going to the WWE Royal Rumble this weekend. Um, nice. So we're gonna we have a hotel booked in Orlando. Uh, just it's quicker. It's a quicker drive home if we stay there. So um, yeah, uh, we're looking forward to it. Uh, and yeah, um, Adam, please set. Uh, let me know what dates work for you because we have like I the yeah we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it. Yeah, we, yeah, we 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 can talk about that closest to the time. Yeah, but yeah, like I say, just while I've got people in the chat, um, you know, uh, Dean from the live play says, "Great, uh, great job, guys. Enjoyed your thoughts." Cheers, Dean. Um, but yeah, people like Donna and, and Richard and anyone else who is able to, you know, get to the Orlando area, you know, friends of ours from from the YouTube community. Obviously, when Kim and I are there in uh, late August and uh, the first couple of weeks of September. We want to see and celebrate our marriage um, with as many people as we as we possibly can. Whether let's get together for a few drinks or all go for a bite to eat or what, that would be that would be mm -hmm. fantastic. And we'll talk about that closer to the time as well. Yes, but, um, definitely. But yeah, it's just because Rob brought it up. Um, Brandon, anything that you uh, need to plug? Anything you got going on at the moment, or is that? Uh, um... I've got something going on in less than an hour, so I got to go. Yeah, so you got to run. Okay, buddy. Run. Well, yeah, we'll. Um, Thank you so much, guys, for, for coming in again. Uh, <laughs> Rob's doing all of his Mac things at the moment, trying to get balloons and fireworks. And hey, look at me, pal. All, I own a Mac. I have Mac OS all, powers. <laughs> and all of the, uh, all of the, 
all the fun stuff going on. Donna says, can't wait to see you and Kim. Yeah, likewise, Donna, we can't wait to see you as well. This is, I call this um, one the Adam. <laughs> yes, that is definitely that is definitely me. Yeah, Donna Richards, a staple of Orlando, absolutely. But yes, that is our Oscars nominees for the 96th Academy Awards recap and reaction. Uh, a few snubs this year. A lot of things that were nominated that weren't necessarily a surprise, but one or two surprises in there, as there always are. Always uh, is, snubs. yeah. Um, and yeah, we will uh, we will reconvene before the Oscars to give our actual predictions uh, to cover red carpet live, providing there is a red carpet this year instead of a champagne carpet or or a no carpet <laughs> like has happened over recent years. Um, and obviously, the night after the Oscars on Monday, March the eleventh, to give our recap and reaction to the entire night as it unfolded. So, um, yeah, stay tuned. There will be more content coming on Adam's Land and on uh, Rob Fuzz, more pub talks and also a few Oscars uh, things, you know, maybe some stats and uh, Oscars by numbers uh, and a breakdown of the films that are nominated for those that aren't sure and haven't seen anything like me. So, yeah. but yeah. I think we're going to do a pub talk for my birthday. I think we have to celebrate your birthday, too, because we have it. So, um, I mean, my birthday is July, so we week. can do that this year. We can do that later okay. this year. But okay. Yeah, but yours is coming up. You're 28th, is that right, Rob? <laughs> you're 28th, yes. yeah. Yeah, so you're, you're, uh, your birthday coming up. Um, so, yes, at the, end of, at the end of the week, we will uh, reconvene Thanks, for then. another pub talk over on, uh, over on Rob Fuzz's channel. This was fun. Thanks for another awards nomination show. Well done, guys. Cheers, Donna. Thank you so much. Um, yes, Pub Talk birthday. Yay. We are going to be there um, celebrating for Rob. I will have a non-alcoholic beverage because I'm driving. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that is it, guys. Thank you so much. We're going to wrap that up here. Um, and we will see you guys again soon. Friday over on this guy's channel. Mm -hmm. Friday over on this guy's channel for his birthday. And um, yeah, take care, guys. Thank you so much. Bye, everybody. Bye, See guys. You later. Bye bye.